Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yo, it's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void. Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice. Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between. Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back. Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat. No need to double check, these are all facts. You're listening to us talk raps. You're listening to us talk raps. Will Phil and Reg, yeah, we're Graps a D here to talk raps. Yeah, we're Graps a D here to talk raps. You know, I think this is the most fitting time to say that we are talking majors indies in between because this is Grapsity. It is Grapsity Sunday. And we are live here. It's April 3rd, 2022. And it's been a weekend because it is WrestleMania weekend. I'm exhausted, you guys. Holy <laughs> shit. What is going on here? I've been I slept like 13 minutes. Uh, I've had about 45 cups of coffee. My hands in fill shot. We are live as Fuck! Hey man, yes. we are double caffeinated up, bro. Triple caffeinated up. Oh my god, so many. Yeah, I uh, I went home. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was with you guys for for quite some time, but I I went home yesterday, and like I was passing out. I could have missed my flight had I not. Like I just passed out on the fucking foot, with my head on the foot of Reg's bed, mm. and then uh, I I was so out. Luckily, I made my flight. I I should have took a picture of it. It, it looked like uh, Jimmy Butler at the end of that uh, playoff series against the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely was draped over the barricade. <laughs> I was out. I had nothing left in me, um, and I still. I, I have yet to be able to catch up. I have been, uh, I think I took three naps yesterday uh, after <laughs> getting naps. home. Um, I almost missed this show because 
I didn't wake up till maybe like 30 minutes ago. And honestly, <laughs> like I've just, I have yet to be able to catch up on sleep and get back to a normal cycle. Uh, I probably would have missed WrestleMania yesterday had there, I mean, I did miss WrestleMania yesterday, but uh, uh, I did watch it all pretty late last night, at least most of it. Uh, I think there's, I think I started with the women's title match and made my way from there. I ain't seen anything from before it. Uh, and Wait, which one? The, the SmackDown? Or the rock. No, why would I start with the SmackDown? Oh. You'd be weird. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, it's like, yeah, I just watched that and Stone Cold. And then I, like, like, I nah, really got to see this Ronda and Charlotte <laughs> thing. Right uh, now. You know, I, I had heard that Bianca and, um, and Becky killed it. And so I was like, let me start there and watch from there. And then... That, that's all I've seen of WrestleMania, but look, this has been a weekend of just watching professional wrestling. Wait, uh, so am I the only one that is, out of the three of us that have seen WrestleMania full then? Yes. Yeah. I mean, all look, right. look, <laughs> uh, from what I, look, from what I saw, one of the best shows WWE's done in years. Um, and you From know what, what I saw, that shit was Trash! No, honestly, I'm, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. I, um, I'm like, the punchline. I'm like, wait. The game, that is the punchline. The game is over. WWE is, I can't. I'm done. I'm out. No, you know I what, was no. bored. All no. the shit. Cody, let's fucking talk about it. Let's get into no, no, it. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. I have so uh, many things to We got say. so many things. We got so many things. Uh, but this is Grap City. We normally do this show every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, right here, youtube.com slash Fightful, and uh, being that we are right here on Fightful, uh, one of the things we do is we read your Humper Chats and your Super Chats, um, oh, and I am waiting on um, the Humper Chats uh, here shortly because uh, I, I'm kicked out of them again, and I'm just waiting for uh, Mr. Jeremy Lambert to come, <laughs> uh, get, <laughs> come get in my way. Um, but let's see. So uh, we'll start with some super chats. We got Corey said, Red single-handedly saving ROH shows on major pay-per-view weekends. Uh, maybe move to AEW weekends, but still back-to-back media scrum MVP. Let's uh, just talk about it, Corey. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Amen. They waiting for your Grop City boys. Every media scrum. Saving ROH. Me and Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, no. We... We we were in the building on the uh, the uh, media scrum again, um, and yeah, all, was, all three of us, all yeah, three, all three of, us. of us, all three of us were in there. Front uh, if you row. haven't seen the media scrum, we 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 got. Uh, I thought we got some good questions in there, and uh, the Grop City Boys dominated the media <laughs> scrum. It was no, all I, about us. We were the only <laughs> ones there. Now I'm I'm joking. There's a bunch of friends in there. Uh, it was yeah. a good time. Yeah, it's, a, it's always a good time, and there's always, I think, some great uh, wrestling media people in there, um, and people I haven't gotten to see in a long time. Um, those who have followed me a long time know I've known Robbie Fox for a really long time, uh, that uh, if I may take a little credit, uh, I gave that man his first podcast, oh. uh, when he used to host Into the Octagon over on fanoff.com, um, and uh, so it was great to see Robbie again, and... Uh, and of course, Sean and Denise were in there, and Nick Hausman was there, and uh, it was just—it was great. It, it was great. Um, 
it, those are always fun. And yeah, we. But again, I do feel like when it comes to the challenging questions, it's your boys. <laughs> in the yeah. fucking building. In the fucking building. Like that's the thing. I'm not there to. It's because it, it's not about like making a name for ourselves, but it is about making sure that we're not just there to essentially create fluff that we're there to get questions answered that people are asking and uh and that's how it'll always be um i'm and i i enjoy doing that we'll be at double or nothing uh for the next one and pretty much everything else surrounding it it's, and if it's phil and i have been talking the last two days uh people probably think we are they say we aw shills or whatever what the fuck they say we'll pull up to any media scrum i don't I like mean, those people up there but the i'll cody? be up there asking why, questions if they want me to why don't you let the cody one right why now why Who's didn't they you? why didn't they call your boys man why didn't they call <laughs> your boys to do the press junket I my mean, email is empty nothing send, send, send your um fly your boys out man yeah. <laughs> uh, um and, and same i i will do like here's the thing i've been doing this 17 years like this it's not one of those things where i i pick and choose necessarily what now i do have my preferences as far as my type of wrestling i enjoy yeah. you're gonna hear that throughout this conversation because guess what i got to see this weekend Every single type of wrestling I enjoy. So, um, as far as I'm concerned, a lot um, of wrestling, my guy. A lot of wrestling. Um, that's the oh, thing tired. about WrestleMania weekend is uh, it is still to this day one of the biggest things that I mean, it is the biggest thing that WWE does for the entire industry because, of course, yeah, over the last ten years, it has really shaped and transformed into something much bigger than. Um, it ever was that once they started running these big stadium shows and all of a sudden so many other shows started surrounding it and we we got what is now known as WrestleMania weekend we got the collective which in itself is that's my uh, WrestleMania weekend. yeah there's a lot happening in the collective but then we've had super card of honor for the last uh, what 13 years we've had um, uh and then Impact started recently doing shows in the last few years, and of course there's uh, there's WrestleCon. There's yeah. there's so much that surrounds. Man, shout out to weekend. the homies as well. You had Wale Mania. Wale Mania. Uh, the big homie uh, Emilio Sparks, man. Cass. Great time, man. That is Wale Mania 2022 will go down as the moment where your boys touchdown and we're in the same <laughs> oh, building for the first time God. ever. Yeah. And so uh, it'll it was, always be special for that. Yeah, yeah Wally Mania was, was very special. And that's probably Such a special best. moment. That's going to be the first thing we talk about. Um, but want to talk, uh, Bram, we have ShotKid29 says, TBH, Cody, Seth never clicked for me. It was objectively very good, but I just couldn't get into it. Also, Twitter today, yikes. Uh, uh, yeah, that's fair. You know Bad what? takes abound. As I just mentioned, I just woke up like right before the show. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. So, uh, that's, uh, that's that, uh, Ryan yeah, now, enough. Phil and I were up to about four or something talking about Cody, woke up talking about Cody, the internet is all Cody. I mean, that's, <laughs> and I said that, because you know what's funny is, um, the story of Cody jumping back 
to WWE broke the same day that the story of Stone Cold Steve Austin returning to the ring broke. Guys, if I once talked to some people who uh, the moment Cody's contract came up uh, were like, eh, no big deal, it's just Cody, and I was screaming... I don't think you guys know what you're talking about. Like, that's not the case. It is not a, oh, it's just Cody kind of situation. It's a big freaking deal that Cody isn't in AEW anymore and WWE is going to toss the bag at him. They're like, it's just Cody. It doesn't matter. Look, guys, Stone Cold motherfucking Steve Austin, one of the greatest of all time, definitely top three draws of all time. Stone Cold Steve Austin returned to the ring last night. In Texas. In Texas. And motherfuckers are talking about Cody. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> Cody, is... Cody is the biggest news story of the weekend. Cody Boom. is the biggest news story of the weekend. And Stone Cold Steve Austin had his in-ring return. Even when that story hit, it was Stone Cold Steve Austin returning to the ring. Fightful Select broke that story. By the way, FightfulSelect.com, four ninety nine. Um, But Stone Cold Steve Austin, that story was broken by Fightful Select back in middle of February. The very next day, the story came out that Cody might be headed back to WWE. And the Stone Cold Steve Austin story was pushed to the back of the line. And I feel like, uh, by the way, I, I do have to give, uh, you know, there's a Fightful logo below us. But look, I was friends with Sean before we joined Fightful, and I uh, I was a Fightful Select subscriber beforehand. And the reason is because I do hella respect the work that Sean does as far as uh, reporting. And the fact of the matter is, this was a good weekend for vindicating Sean's reporting. Because at the end of the day, back in January, it was reported Cody Rhodes' contract up with AEW. Um, and Sean screaming into his microphone, this is not a work. <laughs> and, uh, and people were like, oh, it's probably not a big deal. He's just going to resign. And I try to tell, like, the biggest thing I want to, uh, you should take away from any of this is that when it comes to free agency, if there's smoke, there's fire. And, uh, most people, if they're not at least interested in hearing from the other side, won't even let themselves go into free agency. Usually there'll be a contract offer before free agency hits, and it's usually signed, and they're good. And it, Like, Kevin Owens never hit free agency. Kevin Owens never even heard an offer from anybody else. He, uh, Sami Zayn, never hit free agency. He never heard an offer from AEW. Like, when people say, oh, well, you turned him down, never even got to it. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, we don't know if... Um, what he was going to be offered uh but like if somebody hits free agency brian danielson hit free agency so like that should have been the red flag for people he's jumping adam cole hit free agency that should have been the red flag um and uh kyle o'reilly hit free agency uh when we talk about guys like johnny gargano right like i mean he very well could have just taken the contract and then sat aside but he let himself go into free agency. And there's a big question of where he's headed next. Who knows? Um, but then Cody, on the other side of it, he let himself go into free agency. Where there's smoke, there's fire. If he wasn't in interested in the other side, he would have just Man. taken whatever the offer was. Or that's the thing was Tony could have extended it and then done deal. Uh, but the fact was he chose not to take the option and uh, chose to, to jump to the other side. We're going to talk about that, or talk about that in a little bit. 
But yeah, man, to make a basketball reference in this, during the summer, people thought like Ben Simmons was going to hold out. He wasn't going to end up getting what he wanted out of the situation, and he ended up getting the trade he wanted. He's out of Philly. He's in Brooklyn. You know, sometimes when free agency happens, you got to accept it for what it is. And I, I think when the writing is on the wall, sometimes it means something. Yeah, I mean, look at LeBron and his free agency and how when his free agency came up, it was like, oh, is he going to stay? And it's like, no, obviously he's mm-hmm. not going to. Fam, <laughs> fam was looking at schools in L.A. I, I knew what time it was. <laughs> I knew what time it was, man. And I mean, I mean, every single time when it was like, mm-hmm. okay, the free agent out of Cleveland. Is he going to stay? Nope, he jumped to Miami. And then he's a free agent out of Miami? Like, nope, he jumped to Cleveland. And mm-hmm. this is where, like I said, when it comes to free agency, keep your eyes open. Because if it happens, usually it's because somebody is seeking other contract options. And um, that's how it's going in pro wrestling right now. Uh, especially because there are other contract options. But my point here was that Fightful Select dropped that story on Cody's contract. It turned to be turned out to be something. Fightful Select dropped the story on Stone Cold Steve Austin possibly returning to the ring. Now, he was very careful about his wording there. He said WWE made the offer, uh, the overture, to Stone Cold Steve Austin to return to the ring. Every single opponent a fightful select and i mean opponent when i say like i'm not talking about guys we're cool with you know because i love everybody at the observer um andrew zarian i think is one of the best at this um you know Meltzer is 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 a top tier guy pro wrestling insider very good at these uh very uh, very good at all of this and i talk about the guys who spend their time like <laughs> like knocking fightful because that's their yeah. entire person when it's their entire personality right they all were like, we've heard nothing about Stone Cold Steve Austin returning to the ring. We ain't got nothing on this. They were up until the day of WrestleMania calling that report bullshit, screenshotting it, saying, oh, I thought Stone Cold was returning to the ring. What happened? It's just going to be the KO show. Yeah, it's a lot of (laughs) anti-wrestling media guys that have to admit they were wrong this weekend because there were several reports that got proven right. So, you know. I, I know some people don't like insider information. Guess what? You don't have to read any of that stuff. I know, um, and I, that's what I said. I said, look, if you want the inside information, I really don't think you're going to get a better. Like, this is kind of my infomercial for Fightful for a little bit. Fightful's like, you're not going to get better information than Fightful's like. You're just not. Um, and uh, and like I said, I, this is coming as somebody who I've had the details. Mm-hmm. I don't like reporting shit. I like eyeball emojis. <laughs> that's that's me. That's that's how I like to get down, right? Like, I knew about Joe. Was I gonna say anything on Twitter? No. Right. Uh, was I gonna report that? No. I was gonna eyeball emoji it. That shit is fun to me. Um, but I, if you want to get that information, I do think, um. Because uh, that's the other thing, too, is if I do get information, I do want it reported. Usually I'll just drop it in Sean's inbox. Um, and <laughs> so when he says, uh, if he ever says, uh, we at Fightful have learned, um, there's a possibility. That... Well, don't give it all up, bro. Give it all <laughs> away. You might be able to assume, but 
don't know. Could be anybody. Uh, anyway, though, that said, fightselect.com. Um, anyway, we also got, uh, so Ryan asked, how many different events has Reg attended this weekend? Uh, I went to nine wrestling shows. Nine. That's okay. real. This guy I'm is not, a machine. I'm not capping. I went to three shows each day, and I'm tired as fuck. Guy That's not even counting rest- Wale Manny. Yeah, this guy's a machine. We got we we were getting the the uh, running car the first day, and I thought like he was gonna be chilling somewhere. Now he was out watching wrestling. That we didn't see Reg until late that night. Um, yeah, no, are you kidding me? We got in, and this guy was just like, out here. Uh, they were like texting him, like, "Where are you at?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm at this show right now." And I'm like, "Oh, well, what are you doing?" Right? And then we text him a few hours later, oh, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Well, I'm at this show now." Like, <laughs> now bro, I love. Pro wrestling, he so does. this man loves much pro wrestling. It is amazing, amazing yeah. to watch. It is it like is being at a live wrestling show is the most righteous rage element there is. More than being on a rap stage, like being at a wrestling show is like I am in it, locked in. I can't get like that's one hundred percent righteous rage is at a wrestling show. So it was great. If you haven't seen Righteous Reg at a wrestling show, I mean, he is, like, in it. He is, (laughs) it is so great. Like, I can't sit down. I have to be over here. This man don't sit down. No, he is like, all right, I'm going to walk over by the ramp here. Now I'm going to be over here. Now I'm going to be over here. Reg is into wrestling. I love everything about it. Like, I like, (laughs) I like reactions. I like seeing what fans are doing. On this side, I want to see how it sounds over here. I want to see how it looks over here. I want to talk to the wrestlers over here. Bullshit. Like I want to do everything. And it's it's like that's the thing is, if you're ever the type of person to just kind of like box Reg in as just like a hater, no, don't do that because uh, this man loves what he loves to my core. And, yeah, and he does. I mean. Look, man, this guy puts together a list of 500 black wrestlers every year. I don't have to. Nobody pays as me said, for it. As I once said, black man, gun to my head, I could probably name 200 at best. 250 if I'm, like, really trying to save my life. But but 500 is insanity, and he does it every year. Every year. And man. Hold up, that's the thing I want to talk about right now because we got some funny ass stories from uh, Wale Mania. Oh my and, god! And okay, I want to I want to talk about Wale Mania. So because the guys said earlier in the day they showed up. We all showed up at a different time. I showed up at one a.m. and so the Was homie it really one a.m. Yeah, one a.m. I can the be track of time. Right, the homie showed up, gave me a ride. I pulled up with them. I looked up the schedule. Wrestling starts at 11 a.m. See you there. So I'm in wrestling all day, all day, all day. But we're supposed to get to Wale Mania Thursday night. And I knew it was going to be impossible to get inside. I wish you were with wanted... your boy. <laughs> but what I, essentially, I wanted to be with you guys when we got to the show because I knew it would be easier to get in. But I had to see AJ Gray versus... John Moxley, John Moxley for the GCW World Heavyweight Championship. And he fucking lost. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so, 
Um, while I'm at this show, Phil, Will, a whole bunch of homies are hitting me like, where the fuck are you? We're at Wild Mania. It's lit. Come through. And I'm like, yo, this match, this match, this match, this match. So um, I was with some homies. Shout out to Hendrix. Showed me around Texas. The shit was fire. We had some bomb ass barbecue. So we're just traveling. We head over to Wale Mania. We get outside. It's nuts. There's like legendary pro wrestlers out here. New pro wrestlers. Uh, baddies. There's all kind of stuff going on. It's Yo. nuts. It's fire. It's, it's insane. Wale absolutely brought him out. <laughs> yeah, and, and it is important to note that when we're talking about getting into Wale Mania, we're not talking about getting into General Mission. We're talking about oh, yeah. getting into the, the VIP. I have to establish that. that. Yeah, I could go and buy a ticket, get in, but it's not like that. It's the Grap City Boys. We out there. We out there. So <laughs> we had to wait for someone to get us. And so it's nuts. Westside Gun comes in with this entourage, manager, his kids, the gang. I'm like, Westside Gun, you know me, fuck shit. Um, they tell me can't get in. Yo, no, if they tell no, West and Pooty they can't get in. Well, I mean, well, I'm a, I'm a, like, look, I mean, security was like, they were just dead serious at one point. Like, luckily we got in before like they even got there. Um, so like we were in, and once we were in, I, like I was not leaving the building, right? Um, but they got to that point where they're like, if you ain't on the list, you're not getting in. And like, literally, Swerve had to show them like, man, I am advertised. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was wild funny. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was Yeah, he, they were like, well, I, like, where are you on the list? He's like, that's my face right there. Like, I am a performing actor. Let me the fuck in. Same and show I, with West Side Gun. Like, yeah. this is West Side I got, Gun. What are y'all doing? Let this man Let in. Let him in. He this pulls up in a Rolls Royce. He's not just some nigga. Yeah, what the no, fuck? And, I mean, I honestly, the funniest line to me though was, um, so Reg gets there, and like, hey, Reg is having trouble getting in. So all we need to do is like send somebody down to go get him, right? And so I say to Dan Garcia, I'm like, hey, um, uh, Reg is trying to get in. He said, well, tell him if he gets me higher on the PWI 500. He said maybe <laughs> if I were higher. <laughs> Daniel Garcia, leave me alone. You hang out with Chris Jericho. Why are you bothering me? He said, he said, get me higher on the list and I'll get him on the list. I hate him. I hate him. Daniel Garcia, you suck. I was dying so hard. And he straight up didn't go. No, he didn't come. He didn't come. And then I saw, no, he did come. But he just came to give me shit. I'm like, Dan Garcia, what's up? Oh, I'm number 230. I'm like, dude, leave me alone. Help me get in here. What are you doing? I heard him say that night 233 so many times. Oh, you see, God. we all know it by heart. Yes, because yeah. he won't. 233. Like, Psalm 233? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Dan Garcia had us dying. Yeah, so uh, eventually, after about an hour of... We're off oh, the yeah, door. They tell just, us to leave. I was convinced you just weren't getting the go. Yeah, I was like... Fuck it. They're not letting West Side Gun. There's no way they're going to let Righteous in. Righteous in. So they get me in there, and we they walk us up the stage, and I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. And so <laughs> we walk up the stairs to the VIP section, and I run into Chris Bay, Darius Lockhart, Kevin Knight, and who else was there? Oh, you can't. Oh, okay. You don't even oh. have to. Like, here's the thing. You don't even have to list because here's. This is what I want to talk about from this event. Um, 
and shout out to to so many people uh, because uh, hardest working man of the evening was definitely Cam Hawkins. Cam was like just wow. he was around. He was getting shit done. He was taking care of everybody. Shout out to Cam. Um, but legitimately, uh, the to me. I felt like that evening was a representation of how much love there is in pro wrestling and across pro wrestling media. Pro wrestling media people were all just hanging out, mingling, chilling. There was no hate. There was no Twitter hate. There was no beef. And if there was, they weren't talking to nobody. Um, they were off in a corner. Uh, but, like, fact was, there was, uh, yeah, hating. Um, but there was, just, uh, there was just love in the room, right? But then also, between locker rooms, there was just love in the room. There was uh, WWE wrestlers, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor. MLW. Uh, yeah, MLW. Um, if you were tied to a wrestling company, you're probably there. And the thing is, there nobody was talking shit between locker rooms. Like, it's literally just all love. Everyone's so happy to see each other. Because a lot of these wrestlers worked together before they got to where they are. Yeah. So, like, it's reunion. And they're all happy. Yeah. No, honestly, that's what it felt like. was, like, it's just a big reunion night between so many people. Yeah. And, like, even the shit people saw, right? Because, like, it ain't like this is a mystery. Y'all saw on stage uh, Carmelo Hayes posing with Jade Cargill, who's holding the TNT or TBS championship. So, literally, we're talking about. The MLW tag. The judge is up there with his MLW belt. Like, MLW, AW, NXT, Everybody's represented there's, there's at the May same time. Fo- there's May roster folks there too. Like it Omos was, was in the building. Omos just, my God, Omos was in the building. Like Omos cannot be the inconspicuous in the building. That, that man motherfucker walks- <laughs> is <laughs> giant. I walked up the stairs and he was standing by catering. I'm like, oh, huh. <laughs> <Omos laughs> yeah, huge no. man. O- Omos walks in the building. It is like it's over. You know, everybody. All eyes gravitate toward this big ass man in the room. Uh, like when they say TV doesn't do him justice, yo, this guy, this man, is <laughs> massive. Uh, it, but it, yeah, it, yeah, it was absolutely like a family reunion. There were so many people that I saw in the building that I know through Twitter and I've never met in person. I mean, like this guy to my my left, and so it was so many people that it was just so happy to see. I was so happy to see for the first time in person. It was dope. Yeah, you know, and honestly, we were seeing, um, yeah, like, uh, you know, seeing Sir and and, um, and Alex and there's so many people that um, we don't been friends with for a long time, but haven't seen in person ever. Uh, Black Guy Wrestling Pod, Reasonable Wrestling, all, all, all the homies were in attendance. Yeah, it was it was a great time, um, but also big shout out. I know you already gave it, Phil, to Emilio. Uh, Emilio Sparks is talking about working hard. Yeah, talking about working hard. That man is nonstop, uh, and yeah, so proud of watching everything he was he was getting done uh, over. Wrestling. Eventually, when I get in, I was behind Emilio. So yeah. thank you, Emilio. Big, big shout out, <laughs> big shout out to Cass and Wale and Emilio for putting that event together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, anyway, it's a good time. But this y'all is... saw we took like five hundred pictures. It's out there. Yeah, we, we, we got the there. we got the one with the three of us together. Yeah, yeah. with and the then, and then we, damn near Migo stance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we took pictures with literally everybody, uh, and it was just a great time. Yeah, mm-hmm. great time. 
Wally Mania. Like, if we could have left after Wally Mania, and I would have been satisfied. Because I mean, that yeah, was amazing. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Jay Rose as well. Jay Rose is the oh. man. Hey, shout out to Wale. Shout out to Wale. Look at this Wale Mania. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Wale. You know, Wale. Like he, hey, 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 right here. We put your graphic. Wale, please. I'll even make up. it a, a fancy graphic. I'll make it look better than all three of these. Yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, you get, roll out the red carpet. I'm telling you. Yeah. No, it was it, just a great time. Well, wonderful, wonderful. You time. two, Westside Gun, fucking the highlight of the fucking weekend. Man. So we got a picture with Westside Gun. I can't even. I, I forgot about wrestling because that happened. I'm like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Hey, but uh, we also, uh, let's see. So talking more uh, super chats. And we got some Humper chats as well. I'll read the Humper chats. Uh, let's see. We got Joseph Corey says, uh, it was awesome meeting y'all at For the Culture. I hope I can chop it up with y'all again next time you come to Dallas. Uh, also, speaking of for the culture, that main event was pretty insane. Insane, insane, insane. That was one of those like the first light tube that busted. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna be over here um, because I saw that piece fly <laughs> right into the audience, and I'm like, you know, I don't want to be nowhere near that next light tube that busts. So that shit is loud, man. If you've never been in like a death match uh, show live, it's it's crazy. crazy, man. Yeah, shout out to friend of the show, Billy Dixon. Hoodfoot. Hoodfoot. Hoodfoot had like four death matches. Not, I'm talking about bloody mess. That like man was still bleeding heading into his next Yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> From yeah. the last. Right, yeah. Like if Last night he was walking to another show bleeding. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Um... And let's see. So, Life of Deem. Uh, shout out, Deem. Says, happy Sunday, fellas. Hope you guys had a great Mania week. Can't watch live, but wanted to show some support. Thank you, Deem. Appreciate We're by you. a... Uh, there's, like, a freeway. That's probably why you hear trucks and shit. And we can't yeah. move the freeway. Shout out um, to us. Insert name here. Us. Says, first time Humper chatting. Much love to the Grapsley boys. Just wanted to say... Uh, besides the women's matches and Austin's match, WrestleMania night one was pretty mid. Saw a lot of capping and overhyping on Twitter last night, though. Um, yeah, I we'll mean, get into we'll, it. We'll talk. We'll get, we'll get into, into it. it. Uh, Van Twinblade says, hey, guys, three things. One, did you guys check out the new Glory Pro episode on the flight down? Um, Ethan Price and Jake Something killed it. And two, as announced on that VOD, Jake Something versus Minoru Suzuki. And three, RIP Sean's Balls. Uh, hey, yeah, Denise with the heel turn, or I guess the face turn. Face no, turn. Right? turn, yeah, with the face turn. Face yeah, turn. Definitely a face turn. Sean was the heel <laughs> was like, in that no, building. Stop muting me, fam. <laughs> Which, like, look, man, anybody who is mad about that one doesn't actually follow indie wrestling, and definitely doesn't has never seen a Joy Janela Spring Break. Um, like, if people who are like, man, well, I really wanted to take this seriously, but you let Sean Ross sap in, like. There's an invisible man <laughs> in the match. Come on, if, guys. Come like, on. you've let's, never let's seen a clusterfuck. If that is your response to it, there's always going to be that type of entry. And I thought Sean killed it. The way he hey, his promo was funny. He said, I'm going to need $5 from all of you before I start talking. <laughs> I loved it. Hilarious, that man. That, nah, honestly... 
And then it just sparked the We Want Meltzer chant. Like, no, that's funny wow. as shit. Yeah. That is... Sean's entrance and Maven's entrance. Yo, Maven's entrance. Are you kidding me? I was... Will had a moment. I Will was belting out across the stars. Come on, man. That was one of the moments of the weekend. I can't feel my fantasy. I'm so consumed. Yeah. No, are you kidding me? That was, I, I still barely have a voice. I'm like raspy. Man, so, you, if, um, if, if you guys look on my, on my uh, page, there's a picture of me taking... Uh, taking a picture of Maven, and you can see Reg in front of me, like <laughs> celebrating hard, and behind me, Will is like building it out. Like, so yeah, we were definitely in the building for um, Tough Enough Goat Maven. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, yep, and then uh, so we got, uh, let's see, uh, D-Lo Diggs says, This is dedicated to uh, Seth's lingerie attire. And Yo. for. <laughs> Um, Bro came in the jammies. And Triple H and Champa uh, for making me cry, as well as what Shad a father son moment. Yeah, that was great. I yeah, it was good to see Triple H again in NXT. Um, I didn't watch much of that show, but I did see that part, and that was really good to see. Right. Um, D'Lo also says, I don't know if y'all feel the same way, but I think Cody, and depending on his success, I think this is what starts uh, the tide in MJF. Uh, Jade, I'm starting to be WWE bound. Um, I think... So, here's the thing. Um, I mean, we, we gotta talk about... We'll talk, Cody. Yeah, we're gonna talk okay. about it. We're gonna really you know talk about it. Because uh, we are really gonna talk about it. Uh, but I will say that it is on WWE. Like, they did show last night that um, if you want to be you um there is a space for that in wwe now i think if anything that proved that having success in aew is going to matter right because right. if you got independent success hell if you have a success in nxt they ain't gonna keep you the way you are but <laughs> that's what the biggest cap in is people are like oh this is gonna set a precedent for these AEW." Cody is a rare He's a rare breed. Well, so well, the, rare. Well, that, this is what I mean, though. Um, I do feel like... Uh, I don't know if Cody is going to be the exception. If anything, I think that this is going to show that there is value. That for anybody who doesn't think there is, there is value in having an AEW presence. Because the thing is, AEW isn't... Um, we're not talking about the indies. We're not talking about something with a small audience. We're talking about with something that does roughly 75% of what Raw's audience does, right? And so, um, did I say 75%? That's, that's a stretch. But, that's a stretch. Um, uh, but I'll say like more like 60. Does about 60% of what Raw does, right? And, uh, and so, and then also runs the same cities that Raw runs and is doing in some cases better attendance and in some cases at least really close so yeah. you've performed in front of these same fans you've performed in front of all of this if you're working at AEW so it is one of those things where WWE can't just like take somebody who's made a name and presence for themselves in front of audiences touring the country and be like oh 
you're not that guy. Like, you might be able to do that with the indies. You might be able to do that even with NXT. But you can't take somebody who is already making a name for themselves in AEW, has an established presence. Like, if Hangman Adam Page decided to jump, you better believe he's coming with that music. Um, See, the, I the, do not the, agree. That's he, why no, I'm saying he, Cody's no, he, a rare no, no, occasion. No, no. I, don't, I don't think I, anybody else is going to come in like AEW. The, no, that's the thing, though, is that they got leverage now. Because Cody said this that was part of contract negotiations. If I'm coming, I'm coming as the American Nightmare. But it's Vin- Cody. And, that's what but, I'm but saying. Anybody Vin- else is not going to be like this. But that's the thing. is then Vince was able to respond, well, if it ain't broke, we ain't changing it. If Hangman Adam Page right now, the <laughs> AEW... If, if, if Hangman Adam Page, AEW world champion right now, like, he's got options. He's got the ability to say, like, if Vince said to him right now, we want you. Um, and he said, well, I'm not coming unless I'm still Hangman Adam Page and I own my music, uh, Ghost Town Triumph. I want to continue using it. And Vince is going to say, your name, you're not Cody Rhodes, nigga. You coming as uh, but then the, but, uh, but, but, fucking but, opposite of a cowboy, Hangman Page. But my I point, think this is so, no, 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 like, but Reg, Cody. Reg, no, but Cody. my point, though, is I disagree with that because I feel like, because then Hangman could turn around and go, no, I'm staying in AEW. Like, it ain't like. Like, people have leverage now. MJF can say, I want all of it. I want my music. I want my look. I want all of that. And if you don't give me that, I'm staying. And, like, Jade Cargill can say the same thing. Jade Cargill can be like, look, you want to change anything about me? If you if I don't get to have control over what I'm doing right now, I'm staying. And, like, Cody had that same ability to say, like, hey, I want to be American Nightmare. I want all of this. And I'm staying if I don't get it. And WWE mm-hmm. has every right to go, okay, either... Yes, you get this, or sorry, we're not doing it. But mm-hmm. the thing is, the wrestlers now have the option. They don't have to be at that mercy. If you're in NXT, you have no leverage. You have no mm-hmm. leverage because you're already under a WWE deal. You have no leverage to say, look, I'm either keeping everything about my identity or I'm staying in NXT. There's no leverage there whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the indies, you really don't have any leverage because it's like, like you zero. don't. You, yeah, you have zero leverage. But if you. If you're between WWE and AEW, you have so much leverage today because it's either get this big payday from Tony, get this big payday from Vince. But both of them have to concede to what you're asking. And that is a big deal. That's the position you want to be in. Cody is setting the precedent for being in a position of demand, of Tony wants you, Vince wants you. If Tony and Vince are after you, you're getting everything you fucking want. And that yeah. is, that's I mean, what I think is happening you, today. You see in the difference, though, of, you know, these aren't guys that are coming from, you know, a niche crowd where indie right. fans know who they are. This is, these are guys who are on network television as well. They're on another cable channel, so yes. more people see them, and there's more recognition of what they were doing over there, whether it's their name and what their acting presentation is. There's so numbers I, behind it. So, yeah. I, so I do yeah. think... MJF and Jade could be in a really good position. I think now I don't think Jade owns her music, although she did have it custom made. I think it was straight up just sold to AEW at that point. Um, but I'll give you MJF and Jade and Jade. But, but I do like, think Hangman. Beyond too. that, I don't think I don't think Hangman is got it like that. I I think he does. Uh, I do think when his contract comes up, if Vince wants him, he's gonna have to listen to what he has to say, or Hangman's gonna stay. Um, and hell. Kenny's up in a year. Um, I don't think you Kenny talk would... crazy now. No, 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 no. Hold on. I don't think Kenny would have that conversation because I think ultimately Kenny don't want to. But I do think that if he wanted WWE to listen to him, um, or if he wa- yeah, if he wanted to listen to WWE, WWE's gonna have to hear everything Kenny has to say. If Kenny's like, look, I want to produce my own matches. I want, uh, <laughs> I want my own like 
you don't touch my look you don't touch my and if i decide one day i want to change my look i just want to have blue hair i'm gonna have blue hair that's what i'm gonna fucking do because i'm kenny omega and i want all like kenny, the funny thing is cody mentioned yesterday in um in the ringer interview he was talking about how big his contract is he was he said that this thing is like insane and complex is that what it, that it, he was talking, yeah he used complex he was like it is a fucking novel and i can imagine that a lot of these guys are gonna want like certain things of like hey you don't touch my promos you don't touch this kind of shit like we are entering new territory now the last three years have given so many guys leverage that i think they wouldn't have had before i do think that uh if you're coming off the indies it's a different story but if you're coming out of aew or even out of wwe You've got so much motherfucking leverage right now. Yeah, but this is but when when the news first dropped and we talked about it here, I said that Cody is smart. He's been there before. He's worked there. He knows the system. He left and he had to work hard to get his name back and all these things. He wasn't gonna come back there without a deal in place for things that he wanted. There was no way that he was gonna go back there and just accept the three sixty deal they were gonna give him. He was gonna have everything in writing and what he wanted. And so that didn't surprise me. Um, when he was sitting in the interview, and by the way, shout out to the Rinker for that. Um, big homie Brian H. Waters, really great guy, produced that. And he said that was the moment of his career. Congratulations to him. Um, you know, That's shout big. Out. He was at Wallet Manning, too. Shout you out to Brian. Shout out let's to just, Brian, man. Let's uh, just get man. into it. All right, number four. Adrenaline <laughs> yeah. in my soul. I know it's really number one, but look, we're talking about it now. Yeah, we uh, might as well. But we yeah, you know, well. sh- shout out to those guys, um, David um, Shoemaker as well for uh, interviewing Cody and getting that exclusive. Um, but no, he said a lot of really interesting things in that interview that didn't surprise me because, like I said, I knew he was going to make sure he got everything that he wanted in the contract first. He wasn't going to come if he didn't have some guarantees. Um, I thought it was also also interesting that he said it had to be Rollins because you know he worked him initially in this first dark match and i thought the gem of that was him saying that i never liked that dusty's kid thing because i am dusty's kid i hated that they got precedent over me so when i came back i needed that match first i love that yeah no i do a few things he said there um you know he talked about uh how he was courted and he said it felt good to be courted that he said in his last run before um he felt like he was just kind of there and you know and true story like his last match was against Zack Ryder on Superstars like he wasn't doing shit in that last run um and now he and to feel like hey WWE came after me um that he was like look Nick Khan Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon were like banging on my door and like you know what do you want what do you want um and he got it all like that was the thing was he said look if i'm coming i'm not coming as anything but you as a matter of fact i think the funniest shit i had to go back and look it up to be certain that man was so adamant about being who he continues to be which is the american nightmare cody Rhodes. love him or hate him he's gonna stay this motherfucker right um i went i had to look it up I found his last entrance in AEW, which was uh, the Nighty Face Sammy. Um, yep. I asked you guys because I wasn't sure, but now that I've seen it, certain. That man got the neck tattoo retouched just mm. to make sure that y'all know 
I'm not changing Doubling anything. Like people, yeah, people were like, uh, oh, maybe he's Vince is going to make him get rid of the neck tattoo. Oh, no. He got it bolded. Like, it, it, <laughs> like that tattoo did not look that colorful the last time he made an entrance. I looked it up. It was a little bit faded compared to when he came out at the pay-per-view. That shit had bold lines. That shit <laughs> had dark color. He literally, like, either that or he had somebody go over it with a Sharpie. But either way. <laughs> Brandy. Yeah. Brandy. Either Give way, me. he, like, quadrupled down on the neck tattoo to make sure y'all know, like, because I saw people were like, oh, he's going to come out to smoking mirrors. He's going to have the dark nah. hair again. Nah, man. This guy was like, look, the Cody that y'all hated, um, Going into Double or Nothing last year, the man that faced Anthony Agogo, that is going to be Cody all day. We bike. He, he, he talked about the fact that he's saving a lot of what he has to say for his promo on Monday on Raw. Man, he may try to end racism again because, like, he, he seems to be quadrupling down on everything we knew Cody to be. He had the Cody Vader. He came out. Like, he, he got the rise up from the stage. It sounds like they're just going to let him keep that shit. Wrestling has more than one word to say. Funny, people, you know, funny. People who, like, that, people who thought that he wasn't going to have an absurd pyro display like he got in AEW. Oh, Yo, no. <laughs> he had pre-pyro. He had pyro for the pyro, my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I need double no, pyro, big bro. That man is going to have the most absurd pyro display like even bigger than he had before he he is still for better or worse cody now let me say though that like i do think that it is a very cool thing what he pulled off here do i think anybody else could have pulled this off like so i do think that other people are uh can get those concessions will they i don't know i think they can Will they get this moment, though? Hell no. No um, way. I think the the way it was built, the way it was, uh, like, really Essentially, you about, can't like, make this moment. Like, it's kind of yeah, organic, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, really think about the fact that at WrestleMania 32, Cody was in uh, the ladder match, the yeah. Intercontinental Championship ladder match. At Stardust. At Stardust. And not even, like, a factor. Nobody cared. Yeah. Um and too many is in a row yeah same thing nobody cared he went out with very little fanfare it was just like "Eh, cody's done and uh and at the same time that he went out seth rollins was just getting back from injury seth rollins went out the top heel in the company seth rollins was uh i think when cody left about a month away from winning his second wwe championship Seth Rollins was a top guy in the company. And Cody came back in above Seth Rollins. It felt like he was a bigger deal than Seth Rollins in that match. Oh, he, he absolutely beat him. Was. He beat him decisively. Cody comes back into the company, arguably the number two babyface right behind Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar probably ain't going to be around after next week. So, no. like, Cody Rhodes came back into the company after leaving with no fanfare whatsoever, came back into the company as a top guy. They dropped a Variety article. Variety! The rollout like, was the biggest crazy. News That's me- fi- the biggest, the the biggest, rollout was crazy. That's yeah. what Phil and I say. He came with his own rollout. <laughs> yeah, he had a massive rollout. What this guy accomplished is, like, 
you know, I've always said that the biggest finesser in the history of pro wrestling is Jeff Jarrett. And I feel like <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is about to be able to, like, say, like, damn, Cody's good. Yeah. Because, like, Jeff, like, the shit Jeff Jarrett pulled off is legendary, mm-hmm. right? Like, I talked last week about the, the No Mercy stuff with, you China. know, getting, getting paid six figures to job to China. Um, but that man also, he's pulled uh, the fact that what he got out of Dixie Carter, you know, what he got with the GFW stuff, like, Jeff Jarrett is one, and then he managed to get back in Vince's good graces. Jeff Jarrett guy. is is a legend, bro. The legendary finesser. Nobody has finessed people better than Jeff Jarrett. I, but I feel like Cody. <laughs> I still say one of the greatest things Jarrett ever did was flying all the way to Japan to smash Hogan over the head with that guitar and, and that all white outfit. Like he's just the man. Legend. <laughs> yeah, like that man has pulled off some legendary deals and uh, and the funny thing about those deals is a lot of them didn't work out right? right like he he went to wcw and then came back to the wwf um and they rolled out the carpet for him coming back to wwf in 97 where remember they did those video packages they mm-hmm. had him talking about you know he's gonna be up there with with steve austin he's gonna be up there with with bret hart and Shawn michaels and like jeff jarrett is coming back to wwf a star None of that shit worked out. Nope. And then, <laughs> um, and but he got himself a deal, right? And then he went back to WCW and was like, "Nah, I want to be the guy here." Slap nuts. And they gave him the the motherfucking slap nuts deal. He had all of it. Ultimate finesse. But yeah, sorry, don't mean to infringe on Chris Bay. But CB uh, gonna be pissed. But uh, Cody, he has pulled off some legendary shit here. He had the match with Seth Rollins. And not just had the match with Seth Rollins. The only thing that didn't make this a Cody match was that he didn't bleed. He right. came close, but uh, like people were dropping the jokes, and they were like, uh, <laughs> referee sees the razor blade, like, hey, what is that? Put that shit away. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but that man had the Cody match. He even had the Cody finish. He did, he did. all of this shit. He was, still, he was still locking the arms. For the uh, trying to get the, the pedigree pop, he right. literally is doing all the shit, and he is seeming to have no problem just talking like Cody, like he's right. doing a media uh, conference right now. That ain't something that Stardust is ever gonna do. That was right. stuff that Cody did. Um, he's doing the uh, he's doing he did a press conference by himself, but that's why pre- I keep saying the rollout is, is crazy for the him to out. just walk into WrestleMania and decide like. No, I'm taking this over. Like, I'm getting one of the biggest entrances of the night. I'm going to steal the show, have one of the best matches of the first night. And I'm going to have a variety article about me at the same night, a podcast interview, and a media scrum the next day. Yo, he's he's out here. <laughs> yeah, he, he Like, it. he had, um, he did the interview on uh, WWE's Twitter also yesterday. And, like, uh, I forget the interviewer's name, um, but... She was asking him questions, but she's doing it in a very WWE way where she's like... This uh, is perfect yeah, segue because this is when everything got off the tracks for me. I was all on board. If you go back this week's everything, big Cody fan. I was excited for this whole thing. That promo after 
I was done. I'm done. No, no, I, no. I have zero faith in anything Cody's going to do because it was immediate WWE washed and I hate it. Well, like, that's the thing was they were trying, hate but Cody, it. I feel like Cody still doesn't know how, right? Because she's like, no, I, the thing no, that hold on, hold on. got me is that Cody does know how. Yes, he does. That's the thing. But but that's the thing. Was remember she asked him. She's like, "How do you feel being back in front of the WWE universe?" And he's like, "WWE universe, the fans, whatever you want to call it, whatever the nomenclature is." Like he just kind of just threw that out. Like, right. and then he's still talking about AEW shit. He was like, "You yeah. know, last time I was in front of the fans, they were booing me." And he's like referencing stuff in this WWE promo about shit that happened on the other show. Like, right. um, and he, I even like the stuff he's like. He said he. He kind of implied that he can't prevent it, but he was like, I hope. He was like, I hope, because he's like, I'm, I'm rooting for AEW still. Um, and he's like, and I hope they don't take any low-hanging fruit talking about bingo halls and shit, because uh, I don't want to hear that. He uh, did that. Look, Cody. Cody Rhodes <laughs> has been capping for the last is, 12, 8 hour, however much. Cap, 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 Cody cap, is cap, definitely cap, spending. cap, 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 he cap, is. cap, yes. cap, 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 Listen to this shit, man. What the fuck, man? I tweeted last night, Cody Rhodes is doing a parody of Cody Rhodes. I don't like what's going on here. He thinks he has to do this WWE presentation, and it's awful. It sucks. I hate it. I hate everything that happened. I didn't like any of it. I think this is going to be he, – he's going to beat Roman, and then they're going to be bored, and they're going to go right back to Roman, and R Cody's going to go right back to the mid car because he did it to himself. Oh, uh, You so, know what? I, so I do because I told you yesterday. I said that I think he has to be the guy to beat Roman um, because WWE has put themselves in a position where literally across the board, ain't nobody in a position to beat Roman. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Shaka Khan. And, and nobody. Ain't no, <laughs> and ain't yeah, nobody. there's no. Yep. Beating Roman. No. Um, <laughs> he, he has nobody. They have. They put everybody in a position to mm -hmm. look inferior to the point of where yeah, you had to reach outside. And I do think that. You have Cody in position to do it. Now, do I have faith that they'll do it in a way where do I think Cody's gonna hit three crossroads on on Roman and uh, and then like motion a pedigree and then uh, drop him with a tiger driver ninety eight? No. Um, do I think that he's just gonna like win money in the bank and like pin him incidentally? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> you put that energy then, in the air and we'll watch it. And then, and then do I think that people are going to be like, look, they did the push. And it's like, uh, no, you didn't. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I feel. Right. Um, uh, I, I will say this um, because I was concerned because they had been trolling us for weeks. Um, is he coming? Is he coming? I, I never doubted that he was coming at WrestleMania. Right. I just was like, they have to pay this off well because they've been trolling for weeks. Um, and Credit where it's due, they did some fantastic trolling last night. That uh, that graphic that they put up, Cody is WWE. I loved it. I thought all that stuff was fun. <laughs> that was great. Um, but I thought he had a really good return. I thought I thought the way they handled his interest was good. I thought the match was really good. Um, I thought the way he worked the match was good. I thought him pulling out that bionic elbow was great. I thought him um, doing I hated that. The Stardust Taunt. Hate I, it. I, I popped for it. I hate thought it was it. hilarious. Hated um, it. Hate I, it. All of it. Hate it. <laughs> hate it. Big parody. Hate it. Awful. Sucks. Terrible. <laughs> Boring. The worst. I'm actually happy that he's in a, uh, WWE now, so I don't have to see him in AEW. Fuck yeah. off. 
Look, uh, so here's the thing, though. The the biggest. So there's two big Awful. pieces of cap. Lord, I, I, I hate there's, it. There's two terrible. Pe- two pieces of cap I need to address. Um, one of which is the oh fact God, that the uh, that anybody Ooh. that is still saying like this is like giant L Tony Khan. Oh, how? Here's the thing. Uh, I, I if there's anybody who's take I who had kind of an absurd take on it that I agree with, it's actually like. O'Shea Jackson's tweet where he was like, "Man, <laughs> they gave up 15 players for Cody Rhodes." Like, th- there's there are sports equivalents here, and I do feel like, like and them 15 players were like if you had a team, ooh, heavy if hitters. you had a team that consisted of um, Brian Danielson and uh, Adam Punk. Adam Cole, <laughs> yeah, you know they picked up CM Samoa Punk. Joe. It's uh, yeah, if you had a team that consisted of all those guys, and yeah, I am saying that Cody is good. But if you lost all them guys and all you got in exchange was Cody, <laughs> of like that, that's not really a. L. I'll take like, it. <laughs> like, uh, it's not. I'll take um, it. Um, man, like, so that that so that's what I feel about that. I feel like, look, if this had been, if Cody had shown up, the week after all the contract stuff happened, and like there were still questions about what AEW programming would look like, uh, without Cody Rhodes. I'd say this is a conversation worth humoring. Mm-hmm. But looking at it now, we had Revolution, which was, I think, one of the top three AEW pay-per-views and definitely one of the best I've ever attended. And on top so of that, good. they've had a really good run of television mm-hmm. um, the last two months. I would say that AEW TV still looking pretty good. And I think the question is answered, what does AEW look like without Cody? looks pretty good. It looks better. Um, now... Because, <laughs> yeah, because you don't have, like, that silly, like, isolated shit where Cody, like, the Cody-verse, where it has literally nothing to do with anything else And then, like, the show. our friends are on the TV show, main have been Dynamite, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, Rampage, Rampage and stuff, and then, so. and then, like, um, and then when Cody does decide to rejoin a, the, the rest of the show and it feels absurd... Because, like, then the Cody vs. shit kind of overtakes everything. Where, like, mm. you know, he had the, the tag match with him and Pac and, uh, and, um, who else was in that match? Uh, because it was... You talking yeah, about the one in Chicago? The one in Chicago, yeah. So, it, yeah, it was him, Pac, uh, Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros versus FTR. Mm. Um, and, uh... Andrade. Andrade and Malachi? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah but remember how much Cody's coding like hijacked that match. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what, that was anybody a fun else. match to be at. Though. <laughs> but it, it, but that's that what I mean, great. though, right? Like the Cody verse had such a thing going for it that it it kind of engulfed what was going on in that match. Yeah. And, like, right. and those guys as performers. Um, so my whole point here is that AEW has been fine. Yes. And Cody is better off right now. Everybody's, so like, I think every, this is beneficial so like, by everybody. So that's what definitely. I mean. There's no L in that situation right now. Right. Like, yeah, would um, Tony have preferred to keep Cody? Cody, probably. I'm sure, but at, yeah. But at the end of the day, AEW's fine. And now Cody is, like, in a position to become the WWE Cody's champion. is more than fine. He got his song. He got his shirts. He yeah, got man. everything. The, the, oh, great. yeah, man. Them shirts are trash. But yeah. um, <laughs> they look very similar to his but, PW but, uh, bro, I wouldn't rock them. But, yeah, but that's him. what I mean, though. I, I was like, look, man. <laughs> the shirts like, are Co- trash. Look, Cody, like, the, I, I am feeling like Cody did some great shit here. Like, the he wackest did. stuff about Cody is still here. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the black yeah. shirts. 
He got mm -hmm. them. He talked WWE yeah. into making them same as like With bullshit Pharaoh. shirts. Like, um, <laughs> like you know, I've been saying for a couple of years that the night, the American Nightmare stuff. Like, I, I've loved that as a nickname. Mm -hmm. I have felt like the graphics look a little right wing to me. Mm -hmm. And the fact is, not only does he still got them, he got them in AR form now. He got them Man, fucking. That was I'm telling you, that, <laughs> that was one of the most surreal things about watching him do that entrance and watching the graphic pop up and turn around. I was like, what is happening right now? Mm -hmm. But like, I, are I you will kidding say, me? Them, them things look like they'd be on a fucking Trump supporters bumper sticker. Like, them, oh my god! But, but you know what? I wouldn't drive next to that truck. Yeah, but but you know yeah. what? That. He got him. He got all that shit. So like, I, hey. I'm proud of that man. I think that so, is, man. One of the things I I would emphasize about his return that I really like though is that he's made it clear that he is here to win the WWE championship. Yeah. And I think for a long time, um, the Universal Championship has kind of overtaken some of the prestige off of the WWE Completely. championship. Completely. It, it, it has pretty it's, much. It's, since, it's looked it's, like it's, the main it's, title and. I like that he's come back and go like, no, I want to be WWE champion. And it makes that title feel important again, especially going into his winner-take-all match where it just feels like it's a afterthought in this feud. Well, to be fair, because he didn't really specify, like, not the Universal. And I feel right. like... I thought fact... he said WWE champion. Well, I mean, he did once. say WWE championship, but, like, when they merge the titles tomorrow, is it just going to be the WWE championship? Right. If so, then we're just talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But the other piece of cap, Cody, and you fucking know. The biggest piece of cap. He said... EVP. This man said that... Uh, he said to Vince and Bruce Pritchard that he is the best wrestler in the world. Cap! Hold on. And that there isn't a close second. Big look, cap! <laughs> look, here's... Again. You're probably the best wrestler in your household. <laughs> like... Look, here's the thing. I, I like Cody. I do. I, I probably have been a bigger defender of Cody. That is funny as hell, right? But I did, like, I've been a bigger defender of Cody than most people um, in wrestling media. That said, I feel like people who can make like a best in the world statement usually, the, I feel like usually have some type of resume to back that up um because uh you know when cm punk was calling himself the best in the world he was doing it in a time period where he was doing the best work of anybody in that company yep easy statement to me agreed um i think brian danielson calling himself the best easy statement to make when agreed. he's doing the best work in the world right now mm -hmm. yep. kenny omega calling himself the best bout machine is a statement to make when his matches across all platforms it ain't just a Meltzer thing are the highest reviewed matches best reviewed matches easy statement to make. greatest match of all time pretty much against okada come on you yeah. can say that seth yeah. rollins calling himself the best that's a stretch to me but i recognize mm. that he at least has um some in of his universe it up. You know? roman reigns calling himself that again roman reigns has the resume to back that up when he talks about the numbers he pulls all that shit Fine. I mean, he ain't really I, had a match. I, I, I kind of feel had, like that's a little cap too, but you know. No, but but he, he hasn't really had a match as far as that's concerned. But it's but Roman is the guy in the business right now. There's no denying that Roman is the guy. So again, that's a statement he can make. John Cena could even make that statement at one point. Yeah, yeah he, he's the guy. But best wrestler Cody in the Rhodes. World. Cody Rhodes probably could phrase that differently because I feel like 
there is no scenario where I feel like that statement is true. <laughs> like, uh, and there's no statement where I feel like Cody could make that argument of it being true. So, like, I mean, yes, did he have excellent ladder match with Sammy Guevara? Absolutely. Yeah. Probably one, uh, probably top five singles ladder matches ever. Love yes. that match. Did he also have a great match with Dustin three years ago? Absolutely. Yes. I was there. Um, Were those kind of it for his AEW run? <laughs> as far as not, like, not, as far as like masterful matches are concerned, right? He had good matches, yeah. But like, as lot. far as like, as far as like, yeah. watch this. This is a masterclass in pro wrestling. I, not a lot. I, no. I feel like um, I wouldn't say that he's the best wrestler in the world. But when me and Rez talked about it last night, I do feel like at one point he was one of the best baby faces in the industry, um, especially at the beginning of AEW's run. That in, that first year. He was hot. He was white hot. Um, but yeah, no, best in the world. That's that's cat. Um, yeah. I mean, cat. something had to have happened though. Like the biggest shift for Cody to me happened at the start of the pandemic. Like the last time you ever saw Cody on screen with the Young Bucks and Kenny was that first pandemic show, uh, the yeah. March 18th show. He was never on screen with those guys again. What yeah. happened when uh, they took that month off? Like, he uh, stopped doing BTE and everything. Yeah, he didn't yeah. appear with those guys again. From he used the to be funny as hell on BTE. Yeah. yeah. From the time that, like, that was the last appearance. And then when they took that month off after doing those shows in Atlanta, and then, uh, you he know, moved the over to uh, Sammy Guevara's blog. Yeah, we never saw him again with the Elite. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Cody said he's not going to talk about it. But, like, yeah, I feel like in not talking about it, he's kind of talking about it. Because yeah. he said yeah. that um, he's not going to do, uh, do a shoot. He's not going to do any of that. Um, he's literally just gonna, uh, you know, show respect. But he's, he said, "I have respect for the young bucks, and I got respect for Kenny, and I'm rooting for Tony." And it was kind of like a, huh? But huh. you didn't say you're yeah. rooting for those three. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I feel like his relationship with Tony. Probably there's some fun. stuff between and, those lines. Yeah, and yeah, he also said there. that he said there's. <laughs> he said I'm not gonna talk about it, but it was a personal matter that we couldn't get past. And yeah, Phil and I, we're talking about there's a inaugural piece that's missing out of this mm-hmm. whole thing that no one knows i mean yeah. they know but he, yeah he's they not, know he's not but, gonna uh, say it yeah they're not yeah, saying he ain't gonna talk about it right but like i i don't know what it is but no one has a clue no matter yeah no <laughs> one has a clue but we want to uh, get back to reading some super chats um because we got matt who said mania hangover is real adrenaline in my soul <laughs> to start the show uh, Derek Gordon says, Reg asked the question so good that Tony Khan was like, hold on, Phil. Damn, Reg, I didn't even think of it that way. He did. He, he, did. <laughs> he said, hey, Phil, I'm going to let you finish, but. <laughs> but hold up. got to get back to this Reg thing. Uh, Tremaine says, Becky forever a heel for giving Bianca a black eye. Becky, what the hell? Yeah, that that was ugly. Um, MP, uh, RH says, MPW bangers only was fire. Mm, I think uh, La Rosa Negra mm, and Jody Threat showed were in the building. Trisha Dora and Thunder Rosa killed it. Lufisto versus Holiday was great. This will be our moment to talk about Holiday being amazing. Holiday is dope, man. Mm. Holiday is super slept on, man. I feel like uh, they had a great match in the main event, and mm-hmm. that promo she cut at the end about oh. women's wrestling, it was just inspiring to be in the room for that. Loved and it. to just see the women kill it on that show, it was just really cool, man. Awesome. Um, Trish and Thunder Rosa? Trish oh and Thunder God. Rosa killed that. Uh, I on. think, yeah. I, like, but like, the like, match of the night, like I was saying, the person that 
uh, La Rosa Negra and Jody Threat. That was Bang. great. The finish to that oh. match was so great. The frog splash reversed into the pin. I thought yeah. that was great. Um, really, really good show, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's see, we got some more. We got Nathan says it's not that Cody isn't a big deal, but do you guys think AEW has missed the beat since he left? I don't. I think it's a win for everyone. And yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. No, no beats missed whatsoever. No. Everybody's winning. No, yeah. I, I I definitely think when people are like, okay, because I saw several people saying WWE made him a bigger star. That's absolutely a lie. That's absolutely, um, that's they absolutely took- a lie. He came in as a star. They took everything that made him special elsewhere and used it. They literally copied right. the homework. No, right. sorry. He made himself a star here. Like yes. the thing is, the music was music of his own. But right. the fact is, like the music, the reason they were people using re- his motto, everything. The reason people know that theme is AEW. Right. Um, yes. You know the reason everybody's talking about WWE tweeting adrenaline, like going with yeah. the meme. I'm sorry, right. that meme belong. Like the fact is, people know that theme because of AEW rising and, and, from the stage. Yeah. That's an AEW thing. Him having absurd pyro. Ain't nobody else got pyro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and honestly, thing. I wouldn't even say it's because of AEW. It's because of Cody. Because he of Cody. took yeah. that theme no, everywhere yeah. he's been. Right. He did. But what I'm saying, right. though, is the ensemble he entrance. He built it over Because when he used yeah. the entrance in Impact, it was literally just the song. Mm-hmm. He was rising from the stage in AEW. He had the yeah. pyro in AEW. The graphics, American Nightmare, all of that. The flag, the jacket, all of that stuff. Uh, the, matter uh, of fact, I'm curious uh, as far as... Um, people who uh, helped make him kind of who he is mm-hmm. um, in uh, AEW. He helped get Sandra Gray her job in AEW, mm-hmm. and she was designing his gear. What? Maybe coming back to WWE, man. I don't uh, know. Oh. I don't think Total so. Total was legend. I don't think so. They fired her. I wouldn't like, think it ain't so. Like, yeah. Yeah, right. it ain't, it ain't like... Like yeah, like it ain't oh, like don't do Sandra like that. Sandra's a legend. How do you do Sandra like that? Like, like it ain't like Cody. Like with, when it came to Cody, Cody of course like he quit. But like as far as she was concerned, she's backstage at AEW every single week, uh, making gear for all those guys. And like she's featured on Sammy's vlog. She's been on BTE. Yeah. Like they love her there. Um, and so I am curious. Like when I saw her or when I saw his gear, I thought that's gear he's worn in AEW. She still make or she was last week checked making his gear. Like is he, he gonna just be getting out of the table? Yeah, me up. fashion <laughs> by Sandra, bro. It's 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 deep out here for those Sandra uh, wardrobes. Yeah, uh, and then we got uh, Thomas. Thomas Shelvin says, "My favorite podcast trio. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what were your favorite events aside from WrestleMania? I love the it. New Japan." Uh, Pro Wrestling uh, Lone Star Shootout and ROH Supercard of Honor. Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor. That's actually our next topic. Don't you worry. It's the next topic. I I would say my favorite was probably the New Japan uh, Ring of Honor Supercard. What was that? 2018 where Okada won at the Madison Square Garden. I I love that show. Yeah, let's see. Caden says, uh, pleased to meet y'all this weekend and get to watch some fantastic indie wrestling with the best podcasters in the business. Uh, Grab City all day, every day. Hey, yeah, shout out, Caden. Uh, it was great to, um, great to meet you. Great to meet everybody. Yo, oh, man. If, if, if you showed us love this weekend, we appreciate you. I, we appreciate you. We're humbled yeah. by it. Mm-hmm. Corey says, uh, finally listening to who we are. It's so amazing. Honestly, every song is so good. Brandy's song is very emotional to me. I was trying. I, I didn't get a Yo. chance to tell people that. Brandy's song is one of the dopest tracks very on good. the album. Um, and I didn't hear it until after she had left. Mm-hmm. But once I heard, no, I, I take that back. I heard it before, um, but it was like right before. Uh, and so when 
she left, I was like, damn. Um, because this is this is a really good track. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember you track. saying that when you heard it. Like, it's unfortunate she left because of the song, you know? Yeah. Such a good song. Shout out mm-hmm. to Mega Ran for doing that one. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he asked to do that song for her. That's um, awesome. And, yeah, I don't think that, you know, enough was made about how good that song was and how much credit she deserves uh, for the first few years of AEW and all of her contributions. I will say Shout this, out to Brandy. Yeah, you know, honestly, like, Brandy... I'm through. Brandy leaving is one of those things where um, she probably didn't have to, but I think it was one of those situations where, like, nah, Cody's leaving and he's taking all the secrets with him. It'd like, be wild. Like, you, Brandy's you, right you, or die. She was can't, rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. can't be here right. no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, because, like, Dustin's staying, right? Yep. And Dustin even said, like, I don't go nowhere else. So he's like, like he came out hugging Thunder Rosa because he's like, these are my girls. Like, Bro, this is my women's division. I'm trying to make this something special. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, but um, no. Oh, and somebody asked what the arcade is playing in the background today uh, because they said it looks kind of familiar. That, X-Men versus Street Fighter, uh, is what's currently playing on the arcade right X. now. Yes. X, X-Men versus Street Fighter. <laughs> yes, that's a classic. Um, but no, as far as who we are is concerned, check it out. It's on all streaming platforms. Who streaming we are. now. Yeah. Um, I finally figured out the wording I have to say to my. Um, look, Man. I was having problems. We went around for about 20 minutes of Will yelling at the lady to play the songs. Yeah, the, not actual lady. Because <laughs> it's like, if I say. Siri lady. Yeah. Um, if I say play a song, like it wouldn't play it, but I got it now. If I say. Ready? Play the song. In the mix, the Red Velvet story. See? That's how you get it. <laughs> yes. Yep. So it's you got to get the, the insert person here story in there. Mm-hmm. It'll play. Because, uh, like, it's same with Powerhouse. I said play Powerhouse, the Will Hobbs story, and it does play. Uh, so, good one. Got it. Uh, and it is the new version of Powerhouse. In the mix. Uh, yeah. So... We Again, Josiah destroyed that in yeah. the mix. Shout oh out, man. Hey, Every time I hear it, I'm like, ooh. Hey, that's somebody we out. didn't see this weekend. I wish he was out here. Yeah. Shout out Graham, too. Graham killed it on the Powerhouse verse. Can't say enough um, about how that guy destroyed me on my own song. <laughs> Thanks, Graham. Favorite verse on the album, for sure, is the Graham mm-hmm. verse. Yes. Says, uh, uh, Chris says, Reg, what was your favorite show? Uh, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Yep. We're about to talk about that next. Awesome. Uh, Kate said, meant to say pleasure uh, instead of please, my bad. Whatever, <laughs> we got what you're Ryan says, Reg loves wrestling, music, and BBW. <laughs> we... There hasn't been a truer fact stated in the history of the world. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Dark Saturday says, I want, I want it on the record that Will saying he thought Cody would show up at Raw was the reason I spent $60 to go to that terrible show, so thanks for that. And acting like Cody hey. don't move the needle. Yo, that's another thing. The needle thing. has been moved. That's a that's another thing. People saying that they made him a big star. He's gotten people to tune in and watch Raw for the past month. And he's gonna get people to watch Raw on Monday. Me. <laughs> so you gotta give him his credit. And that was the only thing I didn't like. Like, I feel like a lot of this is made of this is a great WrestleMania moment. It's a big moment for the company to get him back. But this is really Cody's triumphant. I this is, try, this like, is Cody's this is, moment. This, yep. I feel like he's vindicated well, in a lot of ways here. One more mm-hmm. piece of cap I want people to stop saying. So, um, because you have to understand what Cody was trying to say here. 
So people are like, well, Cody is saying that his number one goal is the WWE Championship, but he never wanted the AEW Championship, so is he saying the WWE Championship is worth more than the AEW Championship? No, that's not what he's saying. The point he was trying to make back then, and he said this at the time, was that he didn't want the AEW Championship because he felt like it would come with an asterisk. Because if he won the AEW title, people were going to immediately go, oh, well, he's the EVP. Of course he's the AEW Champion. He's just making himself the, the champion. And he felt like it wouldn't have felt earned had he gotten it. But the thing is, he has no position of power in WWE. So him getting the WWE Championship is a little bit different. He's not saying there's more value to it, period. He's saying yeah. for him because he was in a position to make himself champion, and right. therefore it doesn't mean as much to him. There's a big difference there because if for other guys, that's not the case. CM that's Punk why did. you know he was capping about being the best wrestler in the world because Kenny Omega did that, and people weren't like, oh, he's the v- EVP. They were like, this guy's an amazing talent. I mean, some talent. were throwing that out well, there. But, yeah, but they're yeah. going to do but, that. But, but, but Kenny did it right, though, right? Because like, Kenny could have been champion the moment AEW launched, but he's he like... Should've. No, I'm gonna wait a year, and, um, yeah. and like, I'm gonna it. make it. I'm gonna make right. it feel right because you said he should have, right? A lot yeah. of people were saying that, and so for a year I people were screaming. That. But for a year people were screaming, "Why ain't Kenny the champion? Why ain't Kenny the champion?" And then you gave it to him. So then Kenny got the title, and it felt special. And so um, I felt like that was a way to kind of alleviate that feeling of, well, you know, Kenny's an EVP anyway, because for a year none of the EVPs had titles. Right. The Young Bucks yeah. didn't get the titles for a year either. And so uh, they could have very well been the first champions, but instead they put Private Party over, um, which still one of my favorite moments. And so good. that happened in Boston, where they're going to be this Wednesday, where they get the face FTR. Um, and uh, let's see, Brent Lockman says, all rise for Grap City Sunday School. Uh, Thank of course. you. Uh, Shaddy says, big Omos rapping to PSA look legendary. Microphone never been up that high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Orion Ben six 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 says Wale Mania is like the Black Wrestling Fraternity cookout. Facts. Media wrestlers and musicians getting together and catching up, then yeah. going ham. Glad y'all got to experience the hijinks and awesomeness. I'm glad we it was did insane. It such was a, insane. Such a great night, man. Really, I, I such felt, a great night. The thing I felt the worst for, and I'm sorry, because uh, I have to, to throw out an apology. And look, it all like. I decided very last minute to even go to WrestleMania weekend, but I made the promise that I won't do this again next year. Like, so my wife really wanted to go to Wally Mania <laughs> and seeing all the pictures. She's like, damn. And her best friend is like, she thinks Wally is like sexiest dude on the planet. She's like, I could just listen to his voice all day long. I don't know what she does to his voice, but, um, Either way, she is like, uh, <laughs> she loves her some Wale, and they were both like, hey, we want to come through. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Um, like, I, I, you know, my quite, I had a lot of questions. I'm like, you know, I don't know how that's going to work out, what Emilio's got planned, as yeah, far as like all of us getting in. in. I didn't know any of that. Much. So I pretty much had to be like, I don't know. So I, mm-hmm. I can't guarantee y'all anything. So, but next year. Next year, I was like, all right, I'm not – like, L.A., we're all going. Look, I, the fact is, I'm from L.A. My brother's in L.A. I can actually probably bring the whole family to L.A. and right. then still manage to get away and do, right. like, fun event Amen. stuff. But Hopefully, Swerve's got some gold around his waist by that time. Yep. <laughs> um, D'Lo says, FTR versus Briscoe's my overtake bucks. Omega and Page right. versus uh, 
or in UE versus uh, MM as my favorite tag match ever. Good deal. Tyrell says, Cody going back to WWE feels like LeBron going back to Cleveland after winning in Miami. Not saying Cody is LeBron level talent, but he is close enough. That, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, that, I can that, agree with that. That's not yeah. Because honestly, crazy. that goes back to the whole um, trading Cody for all the players. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what the Lakers did. Right. <laughs> they gutted their whole team for mm-hmm. LeBron. Um, and Yo. But the team kind of looks the way it does now. Uh, so I had a lot of enjoyment of Ingram coming back and getting a revenge game this weekend and <laughs> annihilating the Lakers and walking off court and calling your boy the brick. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. Like, I, you ball. know what? It's actually not that far off to say Cody, uh, to make that comparison for Cody. Right. Um, Tremaine says that tattoo was juicing. It's all love <laughs> with Cody. Uh, he worked for that, or he worked juicing. for this. That's what we all work for, making money. Uh, making the money holders give you the bag. Facts. Agreed. You want like that's the thing now is that the fact that there are two billion dollar companies in the industry that can give you the bag and like wrestlers can have that kind of leverage. MJF can stand up and go, mm-hmm. okay, who's gonna give me the bag in? Because I, I feel for MJF, right? Like Sean talked about this, and I, I'm glad it's out there now because this is one of those things where I talk with you guys about this. But, um, you know, MJF's not in the greatest contract position right now because MJF um, signed in 2019 for practically nothing. And I say it wasn't nothing at the time. It was one of those like, okay. No shade to MLW, but they call it an MLW (coughs) deal. Yeah. You know, he got out of that MLW deal and it was like he signed signed the kind of money that somebody fresh out of the indies um, should be making. That was what MJF signed to do, right? And it was like, okay, he'll probably have a slow rise in AEW. No, he had a fast fucking yeah, rise now. But now, it. MJF ain't making as much as uh, a lot of the lower card signees in AEW because MJF signed when AEW was in their infancy, before they even had a TV deal. And he is now one of their top guys making less than a lot of like middle guys are making. And so he is in a position where when it comes time to renegotiate that contract, um, you know, he's going to get the back thrown at him from either company. And regardless of which company does it, it's going to be a massive change from what MJF has going for him right now. So uh, shout out MJF. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he said the next tattoo got moving graphics, the flex. uh, That was in his contract. BL Dog says, I can see the neck tat. Uh, as the U.S. title already. <laughs> Yo, oh, no, that's no, nasty. No. That's nasty. Don't oh, do it. Don't do it, do it WWE, no. please. They're going to do it. Don't. They're going to do it. Stop. Oh, my God, oh, no. Wow. So hopefully they treat him well so Tony can hot shot uh, book Omega Okada 5 for a Wednesday night. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, Dude, the Cody Neck tattoo belt. Oh, that's God. That's nasty. Uh, Derek Gord says... People that were talking shit about Cody's entrance in AEW all of a sudden love it now. Keep capping people. I mean, you, I, there's it. only one person I appreciate doing it, and it's Eric Brady because, like, he at least is making a joke out of it. And that, like, for three years, he's like, who gives a fuck about Cody? And now he's like, no, Cody Rhodes is the greatest wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you know who he is as a person, you recognize that it's a shtick. Um, yeah, it, it's shot, cap on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> shot Kid 29 is uh, I'm happy for Cody, but his individual success is a mute point. 
uh, if the culture in WWE doesn't change. And based on Nick's, Nick Khan's future stars comments, I'm not holding my breath. Well, they did tell all the wrestlers that they can have Twitch again and they can have cameos and all that stuff. Um, so there's that. Daddy's home. Triple H. Got y'all shit back for y'all. Yes. Um, and that was really, uh, we said it a little bit, but seeing Triple H on TV yeah. after all this shit, like it was really cool. Yeah, really cool. man. I, I finally got a chance to watch most of that interview and the stuff he was saying about his health was really terrifying. Right. And so it was really, really good to see him mm-hmm. on NXT. Yeah. So, um, I don't know the, uh, uh, what else talking about? Um, Hold on, I'm trying. I accidentally scrolled out of <laughs> the super chats. Super chats, super chats, super chats. Okay, let's not talk about no more Cody questions. Yeah, I'm over. No, no, no. Hold on. I mean, <laughs> I, I want to make sure everybody got their stuff in. Uh, C Romero says, "Sup, fellas? Uh, what section was y'all in in Supercard? I was in 103, trying to meet my or see my dudes. Uh, Will's reactions during Swerve's match, uh, FTR versus Briscoes was fire. Uh, we were in 112. We were in 111. We were or 112. 111. Yeah. yeah, we were originally our tickets were 112 with the play as well, and then um, then we got <laughs> then we moved over to 111 for better yes. view, and then uh, shout out Keeks. She pointed out uh, three seats in front of her in 110 that were like way better, so we moved to her seats. Um, and and I got to hear someone say, "Does Suzuki have finger waves?" And that I, was hilarious. <laughs> oh Hella my funny. god, I cried. Yeah, shout out Keeks though uh, for pointing those out for us. So uh, we actually got big shout out to Keeks. Seats. Yes. Um, and uh, Monique says, "I 100% agree with Reg. I was behind Cody until he started capping. Now I don't trust anything. Cody Can't says. trust him, Monique. Uh, still interested to see how it will play out. That's also a thing. Um, I feel like everything he said in AEW was all lies. So, <laughs> well, look, I, I will say this. I, I I do think he's doing a lot of spinning right now, but." I do think him. There's something to him saying he feels like there's unfinished business, and I do think there's a lot of things he's coming into that make him relatable. Just, I've always thought the whole motto of you know undesirable to undeniable is a great you know, it's and, a great pitch. It's a great. And that's what um, he was like. Literally, and, and he's it got that now. He, he does. And so you know, it's it's hard to not be happy for him on those levels because you know, as of right now, he won, um, and you know, it depends on how this is going to play out for the next you know year or so, but. As of right now, he had a good return. Um, Anwar uh, sent a Humper Chat says, I'm glad y'all had fun together. Uh, what were your favorite matches of WrestleMania weekend? Um, we're about to talk about that. That's literally the next thing. I will get to he, that in a second. W- wait, from WrestleMania or just WrestleMania the entire weekend? weekend. The entire okay. weekend. Uh, One Sweet Chris says, Late to the stream, but happy to hear another episode from my favorite podcast. Uh, and DB Scum says, uh, Happy y'all are safe and having fun. Showing appreciation to AR Fox. Uh, he excels at the player coach role austin theory was in a uh, featured wrestlemania match uh fox also trained alex kane and alan angels fox won't be um match of the year but you'll always walk away amazed Um, yeah man Uh, i have to mention uh cold roderick against speedball mike bailey from last night incredible 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 stuff unsanctioned pro that was one of my favorite matches of the weekend one of them we're going to uh, talk about my number one match of the weekend first. Uh, Brent Lockman says, I've seen the word traitor thrown around way too much in the past 12 yes, hours. Sir. Why do people got to be so weird? I agree. Like, uh, yes. You don't know these people personally. No. Cut it out. He's, he's trying to get it back, and I'm never yes. mad at anybody trying to get it back. No. You know, make, you know, 
whatever. I don't know. Tr- yeah. Um, he don't know nothing, man. Cornman316 says he might be the best sports Corn entertainer. Uh, I agree. He's up there. No, and Cody's Cody's a man in some ways. He's definitely not uh, best wrestler in the world. 3R Show <laughs> says, is Will just discovering the word cap? No, it's just once it was said once on the show, I think I just kept rolling. Yeah. Uh, but we, thank we you, did unload Rob. The clip a little well, bit. I, I let it go. Let's, yeah, it's I let it me. go. You're right. He let it ring off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and let's see. I'm going to butcher this name. But Suprit, Suprit, I've got a bunch of the last name. I'm sorry. I don't even Sorry, wanna... buddy. Thank you. We appreciate uh, you, but sorry, yes, buddy. Yes, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Uh, he says, Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Edge are the most genuine characters on WWE TV. Fully disagree. Oh, guys, they let them be themselves. <laughs> Fully disagree on Edge. I think. Oh, yeah, um, Edge. Yeah, yeah you, you left, Bian- left out Bianca. Bianca is insanely but genuine. I think, She's yeah, one I think of Bianca, the best baby faces. I think Bianca is, feels Bianca. genuine. Um, fully, fully disagree on Edge. I yeah, I think Edge has the most cringeworthy promos to me right now. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, if anything, somehow, some he's way, trying to do more character work. Yeah. And I don't and know I, if this I, character. Yeah. Is I'm like, you yeah. know, a year ago when he first, or it's been two years. Two years ago when he first came back, I felt like emotionally connected to him. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. feel like they've really become attached to those like sitting in the ring, staring at right. the camera, having those monologue promos. Those are not for me. Oh, I okay. actually think that um those are like borderline trash to me i didn't really um, like the ones with randy orton either i was like yeah no nah, honestly I, I feel like yeah um as far as popular legendary wrestlers that i have uh zero emotional attachment to right now and feel like they come off extremely phony um edge and seth rollins to me are the least Ooh. compelling characters to me on television right now Eesh. i think uh, my cody's takes were crazy look no here's the thing I like Seth as a performer. I think once he discovered that the the cackle was a meme, he has run that shit into the ground, and it doesn't feel genuine anymore. Like, what? the first time... Like, this shit sucks! No, 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 no. This but shit it's, sucks. It, like, it's, it's supposed tw- to, though. I, I don't want shit that's supposed to suck. I don't want shit that sucks. Like, what, no, I, I don't... I, I, we don't have time for me to dissect the Seth character, but I think there's a lot of complexities to it that he's not giving credit for. That's I, I just think it. that because um, like he had the shitty cackle like way back in like 2015, right? And like people knew that that's what it was, um, but it didn't feel like he was in on the joke. It just felt like Seth Rollins, like the script said, um, asterisk maniacal laugh asterisk, and he's like, right. okay, well. <laughs> And then it was like, hey, that's really funny. You should keep doing it that way. And now it's just, it's trash. I fucking but hate it. And his, it's... So, I said I wasn't going to go into it. But his character is essentially a guy in a midlife crisis. And his, his whole thing is he wants to do everything to get people to like him again. And so, he's not going to turn, he's not going to completely turn face. But he's doing everything. He's doing essentially the greatest hits of his career. The burn it down chant. Um... You know, wearing the glove again, like a shield era, you know, calling himself Seth freaking Rollins. All of these things are to get people to like him, but it's not working because it's not genuine. And so that's why I said it's supposed to be cheesy and it's supposed to be bad because he doesn't, he's not reading the room. That's the whole point. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I can't stand this character. It's a good thing he performs in the ring because, like, the character to me is just legit. Every like, time you watch changer. Seth Rollins, you go right to the group chat and be like, "Seth Rollins is not for me." <laughs> Every time, <laughs> he's this not. Is, this is yeah, not for this me. Is, this is our divide because yeah. I, I enjoy what he's doing. Yeah, to no, a and I know, I know, Phil. He's like, he's one of your top guys. Mm-hmm. Like Edge and Seth Rollins are the two that I'm like, 
you know what? I don't care for anything these two are doing character-wise. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I do think they messed up because I think that Seth was on a trajectory to turn face and they screwed it up. Oh, yeah, they, they bombed that, yeah. Especially because I was like, I could get with what he was doing going into the Roman stuff, and then they just abandoned all of it. Um, yeah, that sucked. Let's see. Brent says, so much potential to be a new golden age of ROH. Incredible show. Still processing how good FTR versus Briscoe's was. Um, MJ Johnson says, Graves saying, what the hell is this during Bianca's entrance? Let's right talk me. about it. That That's was actually the topic weird. there. After next. But that was a horrible Pop. call, bro. What that was a horrible was call on commentary. I hated it. Hashtag Grab City for life. Um, and... Uh, Phil, when he first heard, he was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was a horrible call. I hated it, bro. Steve says, Supercard of Honor was hashtag my WrestleMania. Um, and hey. all right, Same. caught up. Here's the thing. Now we got to talk about the next thing, uh, which is Briscoe's versus oh, FTR. my God. Can I tell you how much I love this match in person? So I had fun at Supercard of Honor, Curtis Colwell Center in Garland, Texas. Don't y'all ever call that shit Dallas. Because we drove 40 no. goddamn minutes <laughs> we to get there. We left Dallas. We left Dallas. We were not in Dallas. Don't y'all get on the mic. FTR getting on the microphone talking about Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Nope, that ain't Dallas, Texas. It's um, Garland. Although, shout out to people who worked both Supercard of Honor and The Collective. Who had to yeah. get, who oh had to God. work that, hop in their car, head right straight back. Um, it's a journey I, too. I, I, I literally watched referee Stefan Smith. That man. Um, Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, he was. He worked for the culture. Then, as soon as he was done at for the culture, worked Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, and then we saw him back at he Joey Janela's Spring Break. <laughs> so that man was back and forth between those shows. They weren't nowhere near each other, and I know that because we left for the culture to head straight. Because we were to, all, all three too. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We were back and forth between them. Not fun. Um, those don't you dare call Garland. See, I I had seen because AEW did a couple of shows in Garland. They did the December um, Dynamite in Garland. They also did uh, the Winners Coming was in Garland, um, and so like I was always willing to call that Dallas because I've never had to make that trek. Yeah, don't y'all it, call that Dallas. It, it, it's 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 the it's the equivalent to Hoffman Estates not being Chicago. Yeah, no, it's not. It is not, mm-hmm. especially when you're holding the show in the evening where there's rush hour traffic and you're moving bumper to bumper. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's gonna be like in L.A., like the stadiums in Inglewood, but they're gonna say we're in L.A., but like not really. <laughs> what you're trying to say, you know, like it's not yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> right. Uh. So anyway, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. I know I, rec- I, I recognize I do this when I've gone to a show I love. But uh, when I get home and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to buy the pay-per-view. And I did it again. And I bought Supercard of Honor to watch it again. And I did watch it last night. Or not last night, yesterday afternoon. Um, just to watch How it was again. was it on tape? Just as good. Uh, that, <laughs> that crowd, the only thing you can't really make out as well is the chance because uh the crowd was so electric mm-hmm. let me tell you like okay so we had of course the opening match swerve um yeah we got to see swerve Smoked get that. that victory yeah he did uh it was it was real good and yeah man shout out to Zane. he killed yeah that shout out to Zane. we had a moment 
With during Swerve's entrance for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um and and you know, people loved it and we uh you know, Brian Cage's debut actually was surprisingly over in the building. Perfect I guy. Ninja Mac to be with Brian Cage, perfect. I, I, I'm just going to say, Will, we had a conversation on the car right there. You were Who right. called that? Your you guy. No, you Phil did. called it. Yes, yeah. Phil was absolutely right. Um, and I said Cesaro. I convinced myself it was Cesaro for a, a day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, and, you know, I thought Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty, I thought they killed it. I thought that. Love the finish of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jay Lethal's heel oh, turn. Oh, that low blow got the crowd. Oh, my so God. So mad. Masterful. Because, you know, we, we were split. Let's go, Lethal. Let's go, Lee. And then when that low blow happened, that crowd was completely like, fuck Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Fuck everything about him. And then, of course, Sanjay Dutt runs in because we know Sanjay Dutt's an agent. And it was like, um, oh, but these two have history. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of history. And... So that was cool, but then that came into play later in the show. Uh, yeah, and I, I feel like we've said this, you know, collectively, either in our group chat or together, that, man, Lethal was over in front of live crowds. And so seeing how over he was wow. that night and then watching him turn that crowd at when he turned heel, that was fantastic. The, like, that exchange of pins they did, like, in the, you know, climax of the match was just so good. I think man. turning him was the right call just because Me yeah, too. Um, you'll right. essentially put some of the stuff in sync with him because like look live crowds want to see him um there is a contingency on twitter that very much does not we know why um and so but the live crowds but the live crowds do want to see him they like lethal man so how do you put all of this in sync turn him and then at that point you have um the negative presence online is at least consistent with Mm -hmm. the negative presence in the arenas and then you kind of you stand a better chance as of, of at least when it's all in sync. If you turn him back, babyface at some point, you may be able to sync it all back up. Right. Um, that may depending on if that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I'm strictly talking from a wrestling perspective. Yes. Um, not trying to have the what, the other conversation right now. Um, what, we're talking this, about pro wrestling here. Um, was this the first payoff of stuff that they started on AEW in the Ring of Honor Supercard? Because I feel like that was the theme for the night. And I, I, yeah. I definitely saw where he was saying something's going to have to change on AEW programming before yes. this change. So they absolutely teased it. They yes, did. they did. Um, and then we had um, Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Willow Will Nightingale. Um, this was the one call where it was like, look, the crowd kind of wanted Willow. Um, the crowd was, crowd was overwhelmingly behind Willow. Yeah. I think the crowd thought that Mercedes was just kind of there to be a credible opponent for Willow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they were kind of anticipating that Mercedes was actually going to get the victory. Um, but, but, like, we were talking about it, and, like, Mercedes is signed. Like, it yeah, makes yeah. way signed, more sense and, for and, her to be the champion. You know? and, and in hindsight, I'm like, okay, I think I can see this need and desire okay. to, um, to make – Mercedes a to kind of celebrate her career essentially you know she's been around a long time my phone is like you guys have maxed out on data so <laughs> oh damn Grusty's gonna have to wrap early today yeah it does sound like that I mean we because... did a, a, an hour and 41 so. yeah uh shit yeah. shit there, there's almost not any hope for this uh well okay damn it we didn't get into the match the match we're we in the streets to... man 
in the streets. Look, hey, this is um the damn. This is traveling. Yeah, yeah, we lost them. We lost them. Lost Phil and lost audio on all of that. Look, my guys just disappeared. So here's the thing. All right. <laughs> I guess it's just your boy for the moment. Uh, I, I will say all of this uh, really quick as we uh, get into wrapping. Um, as, as I guess we wrap this up because they, they these guys lost a ton of data. Uh, oh, that I got, got Phil back. On a, on a Hojo Wi-Fi. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Sorry, you guys. We're, we're, we're getting there. Wi-Fi sucks, so we were using my Yeah, I, I know, right? I, I was about to just rap if we had to, but uh, let's I mean, see. And of course, we don't hang in. Like, so what I was going to say real quick while we wait on Reg to get in, even though we can still hear Reg. Um... He, I mean, the, the guy's like right now. Oh, I'm right here. He, he, yeah. He's here. He's here. Yeah. So. I just can't hear anything. Yes. So. I'm still in the building, you guys. Yeah. Oh, shit, he's, I'm falling. He's still, <laughs> he's still here. Uh, he's just waiting to get back in. Um, really quick. Uh, what I wanted to say was it did feel like kind of a celebration of Mercedes Martinez's career. And that's. It did. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I was happy about, because um, I don't think she gets the credit she deserves. Um, mm -hmm. And I did want Willow to win, but I was so ha super ha super happy for Mercedes to get a moment. Yes, there we go. All right, at least I can see both of y'all right now. Uh, trying to play with it until we can figure out what. Will this work? Here. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Let's see. Hello, it's your boy. Got... Let's see if we got our setup back. Ready, ready, ready. Hey. Hey, what's put, up, you guys? We can put Phil back on. Phil, um, so, all right. So that's all we need to say. Look, Mercedes Martinez is the interim uh, champion. She'll probably beat Diana when it comes time. Love talking to her in the scrum. Uh, she's a vet. She's awesome. She deserved the win. It yeah. was great. And, man, Mercedes versus Diana is going to be good. They had a great match after uh, Knockouts Knockdown last year. Um, Mercedes lost that match, but I think the rematch is going to be well worth it. However, the thing to talk about. I can't believe how electric that motherfucking building was. It's Ring pretty of Honor rare tag titles when they the set up a match and it exceeds expectations like this. It's rare. They struck gold. The crowd was ready that hashtag dim boys versus hashtag top guys worked because everybody in that audience was dim boys, top guys, dim boys, top guys. That shit worked. It was electric from the moment the Briscoe's entrance music ended. Everybody in that building was ready for this match. That initial lockup got a pop. They made that like 1,800 to 2,000 people in that building feel like a million because everybody in that arena was ready for this match and you know what they delivered it i thought this was one of the best tag matches i've seen in person i thought that um it was ftr is going to have a really hard time in this next phase of their careers uh 
not justifying their status as the best because these guys have it and yeah. the way they were able to go out there and pull off what they pulled off with a team that they have literally never been in the same ring with for more than a minute at uh, final battle the near falls while all of the finishes were mostly protected the near falls were all believable they made you forget that hey that ain't even their that finish. suplex to the outside they had oh my me. god they had me this the match never felt like it slowed down there wasn't and, and the slowdown spot the spot where they needed to cool down they, they they smartly did the little worked injury checking on Dax Harwood and it's like okay here's our cooldown spot and they came back from that and, and reset and just kept going nope they had every fan eating out of the palm of their hand it was so electric I wanted to that's why I bought the show because I'm like I need to see one I think the show deserves my $15 now but two I wanted to see exactly how that all came off exactly it was how only $15 yeah Damn, that's a hell of that's a deal. That's a great value. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I was like, if, so if <laughs> you haven't ordered bucks? that, guys, get get on it, man. It's a great that. show. Um, but, no, this was absolutely the best match of the weekend. Like, I don't think it's even close. Um, no, I, nothing's going to come close. I think not this only was it. my match of the it, year right now. Yeah, yeah. Not only was it one, one of my favorite matches to see live, but, man, it was fucking great to see it with my guys, man. Like, like just us looking at each other and popping for all these things. I mean, I think us collectively just jumping out of the building when the Young Bucks came out. Oh, my God. That was the thing. Oh, my it, God. It was, it was, it was just so thought, great, man. Like, we had so sat- much fun during this match, guys. I was already satisfied. Whoa. Like, no, when they hit that the final, because, like, the thing is when um, the Briscoes hit the big rig on, um, on FTR, like, it was already, kind of, like, they had a really smart setup for that. But that final big rig that Dax and Cash hit, um, and one, I've become in the last two years a really big, um, a really big Dax Harwood fan. Um, yes, me too. And, and part of it, like, it's at the point of where I know I was just about to slip, but it's because I wanted to make a point. Because I've been noticing some people online still calling him Scott Dawson. I, until I saw that, I actually forgot what his name was. Uh, because he never had an individual presence to me. You know, people used to joke calling him, um, oh, they're Revival Bald and Revival Hair. Like, those that was the gag people used to make on <laughs> Revival Bald and Revival Hair. <laughs> but, like, honestly, I feel like they, especially Dax, have developed such individual personalities yes. and individual presences lately that, like, nah, that man is Dax Harwood. He is yes. Dax. Man. That is... Listen, we, we just gave Cody credit for the rollout. I think that the FTR has had a fantastic month. I, I think from them doing the separate interviews with Renee, which were both great if you guys haven't seen them, um, to them um, having, you know, basically pushing for the Bucks match in, the, in the, the scramble match for the number one contendership and getting that reaction. And now they're getting the match and then having this amazing match during WrestleMania weekend, killing it during the, the, the scrum, like, I feel like if anybody, you know, doubted who FTR was, like, they're one of the best tag teams in the world right now. And I, this, the energy right now feels very close to when Revival was having those great matches with DIY. It's very now, they, close they to are, They are on a run of their careers right now, and they're getting to do it uh, as they're starting to turn babyface. Um, yes. 
Yeah, so like I Yeah, am... a little bit on the Dax thing too. Uh when the big homie signed with AEW, the first person he said that helped him was Dax. And he yeah. said that Dax has been A one since day one, one of the best guys back there to for anything. So shout out I to I started him, by the way, he fantasy loves pro book. wrestling, like me. <laughs> uh the other yesterday I said speaking of the big homie, really quick side note. I started kinda like mentally fantasy booking like what I would do with him next, and I thought, you know what? Kind of want him to beat Gresham, and you know, just go take the fucking title. Um, the fuck is, and, this guy's talking crazy on here. <laughs> Do it! I want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know what? What if that's like the challenge that Gresham steps up to? But ultimately, we see powerhouse kind of show him what's what, and it's like nobody want to see me a, crying. I was like, that Don't would be that a great me. way to establish him. A great way to. Uh, I don't know. That's what I would do. But Jonathan Grisham is... set up the match we want to see in the scrum. <laughs> yes, he did. Let's uh, go, baby. Man. We're uh, doing it. So, oh, that was my uh, favorite part, too, when I said, Tony, book that match. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, no, when I was, when I was like... And he hey. looked at me like... Yo, he did get... His facial expression in that moment was classic. Um, <laughs> classic. Uh, I, no, no, first of but... all... I think it's just great that Tony like knows Reg when he sees him now. Um, <laughs> again, like this is my guy, bro. Like yeah. I'm just happy for everything uh, that my man has got over the last year, man. And just seeing you. him get the you know the nod of approval from our peers and TK this weekend was really dope. Yeah, yeah. This uh, the support this weekend was I can't even I can't put into words when people are like, "Are you righteous, Reg?" and they're like. You listed this for me. I discovered all these wrestlers. I did this. Or wrestlers being like, thank you for making this list. You did this. Thanks for what you do. Like, it's like, I can't. Tony Khan being like, oh, yeah, hey, Reg, blah, blah, blah. Like, man. bro, I can't. I don't, man. We I hate. love this shit. No shout out, though, to anybody who mixes up Phil and Reg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it with my own eyes. Phil is directly next to me. Phil talked to a dude, and the dude said, thanks, Reg, to Phil. And I was sitting directly next hey, to Hey, now, before Amazing. Reg showed up, somebody very noteworthy was like, hey, aren't you righteous, Reg? And I was like, nah, Phil, from the shy. From the shy! From the go. <laughs> very noteworthy. Oh. Um, and... Uh, I'm not gonna bust him out like that, but uh, but it nah, was. No, man. Hey, I I will say this. Um, there were people that made the mistake and they ap- apologized. Um, um, homie, uh, Nick Houseman from Wrestling Inc. made the mistake and he, you know, apologized. I talked to him later and he was really cool about it. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm, we're of course joking. That's not like, the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's all jokes. That, that, that's yeah. not the one I'm talking about. But um. So, no, no, no. We're talking about so, yeah, so talking about something else. Yeah, the one yeah, I said. No, somebody... no, yeah, nah. We're not gonna drag that person, but it was yeah, no. And, and even them, they just made it. Uh, it was just a mistake. Now, of course, it it's hilarious, but it yeah. it was a mistake. Yeah, yes. I don't think it's any shade when anybody does it. Like they're genuinely like trying to give it up to us. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, like this is my guy. So it was just so many times this weekend where either me or Will would be somewhere, or I would be somewhere by myself, and they'd be like, "Yo, where's Reg?" And I'm like. Mm-hmm. My guy, man, we're we're outside, man. Yeah, nah, I was everywhere. Like, That's where I was. <laughs> uh, and so, 
Continuing on. Um, oh, yeah. So elsewhere on the card, on the Super Card of Honor, because, again, FTR versus Briscoes, I, I can't describe that experience. But, yeah, when when the uh, when the Bucks showed up, the explosion was... I flipped. You could feel it. You could absolutely feel that reaction. And, uh, yeah, I was going nuts. I was like, oh, my God, it's the Young Bucks. Right. The Young Bucks are here. And, uh, but then watching it on commentary. And, like, shout out to Ian and Caprice because I thought that um, them referencing the history of the Bucks and the Briscoes was very important for that moment. Um, I felt like just just them really quickly just going, oh, the, um, the Briscoes have been beating up on the Bucks for the last you know, 10 years. One of my favorite PWG, PWG matches is the Bucks and the Briscoes. Crazy. I love it. Yeah. And uh, and they hit the BTE trigger on, on uh, uh, is that Mark that they hit it on? Uh, um, either way. Things are happening again. Uh, oh. Now. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I will say just the picture quality is bad, but I can still see you guys. Um, so, it's still here. We're still here. We're still in the building. Yes, still here. All right. So, then we had uh, Suzuki. Of course, uh, he won the TV title. We got to wrap, you guys. <laughs> uh, gosh dang it. All right. Um, but no, Suzuki winning was one of the biggest surprises of the night. I thought that was great. Yuta's uh, win was great. And... Um, credit credit where it's due. I I thought a lot of pressure was on Bandito and Gresham because I think a lot of people wanted the tag match to be the main event because of all the buzz. But I felt like they put on an incredible match. Um, man, that stalling suplex that uh, hi that Bandito pulled off was it was amazing. That was one of the best spots of the night. Hey, so this is what I'm gonna do. All right, because yeah, Samoa Joe had a moment. It's great. It's cool, but shitty ass hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah, um, we're gonna part two this at some point, real soon. How soon? We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> how soon? But how soon? I mean, but then again, Phil's quality just fixed. So what the hell? Like Phil looks fine now. I think it's just because um, it's the two of us trying to stream, and it's not like two. It, yeah. It's not like one. All right, fine. Yeah, it's not Reg, two of us trying to stream from the same. Reg, you come over here. All right, here we go. <laughs> over here. Yes, yeah, we're gonna Party finish this conversation. We are gonna finish this conversation because I still want to talk about this. Look, all right, Samoa Joe, massive moment, um, and I was trying to hold on to that one. I eyeball emoji it. Sean eyeball emoji did a thousand times. Once he showed up, though, show in the building. It was great. I can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, I can unplug my headset mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, unplug and then oh. you got to turn off the uh, or turn on the noise canceling or I'll echo. Um, this is crazy. All right, there we go. Okay, we got it. You can hear me, Reg. Yes. Yes. Good. All right. Anyway, Joe in the building it was cool it was great it was amazing uh it was a great way to end it um and that was a moment honestly i thought that i don't know what that's the perfect uh, way to end up ring of honor 
relaunch type of deal is having one of the greatest ring of honor champions of all time show up and have that moment choke someone out be joe and just look dominant man that's what people want yeah yeah and uh i love what he said after the show i compared what he said in the scrum to what cody was talking about where you know um cody's kind of saying the same thing cody was like look i helped set the stage uh yep. i helped set the table for aw for guys like brian and punk to come in and they did it and we're good but now it's about me i want the title yeah no he uh, they were actually kind of exactly on the same lines because he said someone asked joe how did he feel like being a coach doing all these commentating things yeah. and he was like I'm not doing any of that anymore. I'm here to beat people up and win the Yo, world championship. That, that's Joe, what I thought. Joe started getting his shit off. Yeah, in that yeah. No, he was right. he was getting in promo mode at the end. Yeah. Like, if you yes. haven't seen the media scrum, you get a kind of a Samoa Joe promo um, in like old school Samoa Joe fashion, talking mm-hmm. all the Samoa Joe shit you like to hear. Uh, nah, he he did though. He uh, he him and Cody are along those same lines. Where I know people are like, what are they going to bring to the table behind the scenes? Cody's like, I ain't behind the scenes. I'm a pro wrestler and I'm mm-hmm. here to win titles. Samoa Joe, he was asked, you know, how are you going to be? You know, are you going to be a coach? You're going to be producing, doing commentary. He said, nah, I did all of that. I'm here to choke people out and win titles. That's what I'm here for. That's it. And like, to hear it, bro. B- yes, perfect response. That's exactly what I wanted to hear at that yeah. moment. Both these guys kind of did the same thing. It was like, look, we set the table for a generation. There's going to be a lot of guys who are benefiting now from what we did for them. But now that that's done, daddy eats first. And I feel uh, like but... this Samoa Joe thing has to be like the Hardy boys, like how Jeff Hardy was on a ladder ASAP. Like you got to throw Joe right to the fire because time with these older wrestlers, Joe's had injuries. Joe's had all these things. Start doing all the dream matches now. Don't, don't throw wait. them out. If, if we learned wait. anything from the Cody thing, yeah. do all the matches when you can. Exactly. How many uh, matches did Cody leave on the table just leaving, you know? Yeah. My God, have I really reached the point in my life, though, where, like, if you had told me even a year ago that it is entirely possible for you to see Joe versus Punk again? I would say, why are you saying that? That's a big fucking lie. But now it's like, <laughs> yo. Man, that is the other big deal about this. This is Joe, Brian, and Punk. Brian's under, there. Uh, you the know Joe roof. and Brian want to fight so bad. Under the same roof <laughs> since, since what, 2005? Yes. Is the first time? Since 2005. Crazy. What? You know they want to fight so bad. Joe, Punk, and Brian are under the same roof right Crazy. now. Crazy. So That's like, Ring of Honor right there, man. It's, what like, I am it's curious, all tied together. What I am curious about now, I have questions, and I didn't get to necessarily ask them in the, the media scrum. Um, I do have questions, which is, what is a Ring of Honor talent at this point? Is Ring of Honor mm-hmm. going to have talent? Because, right. you know, you debuted Joe, but then it was announced Joe is all elite. Um, Wheeler Yuta won the uh, the pure title, but now he's all elite. All elite. So, like, do, is Ring of Honor actually going to have talent, or is it basically going to be a case of Ring of Honor will be a mix of AEW talent or unsigned indie talent? Right. And uh, yeah. so it's either you're an AEW guy or you're not yeah. signed at all. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, and like the, about of- the whole Ring of Honor thing, Tony Khan brought up some good points in the scrum, like kind of relating to points we've been making for a long time about, say, like uh, AW Dark, AW Dark Elevation. Tony Khan said, people watching this show, people supporting, supporting, people talking about it is what's going to get you more Ring of Honor. If you support, you come out, 
you show you know you let them know who what wrestlers you want to see you're going to see them more and that's exactly what's going to happen I with just, Ring of Honor. i just want to hold you right there before we ever did a podcast together the three of us i recorded a podcast with my guy blue magic grinds from mixed tag show and i said this on that podcast and there were a lot of people that took that clip and called me a liar they called me all these other things I, this is where if you follow me, I would be posting all of the chess pawns because acknowledge your boy and say I was right. Let's go, baby. <laughs> if you want Twitter quote tweeting me and talking crazy, I want to hear you be just as loud and say that I was What's right. What's up, nigga? <laughs> be as loud with the motherfucking shit, all right? Okay? I, 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 run me my apologies. That's why I'm waiting. Run them. Run them. We waiting for them. I'm so sorry. Us and Cody are waiting for them apologies, y'all. I'm so sorry I didn't get to do a show in person with you guys. <laughs> sorry. I just hey. had to get that off because people was talking crazy about your boy. What's up? Yes. And now look at us. We in the game. Tony Khan's like, hey, what's up, y'all? Yo, did, did we did we get a thanks, Phil, and and a thanks, Will? I think we got and a, a thanks, Rich. I think we got a thanks all three of the Grapsy I, I just, yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. just wanted to take the second to get that off because people was talking crazy. And you know who you are. <laughs> Yeah, you do. All right. So, <laughs> two more things to talk about. Yes, but at, uh, uh, we are, we have been humbled this weekend to rap, you know, humbled. be crazy. We have been very humbled by everyone in the support, and we love you. But, you know, we have to let them know. No, also. but seriously, we appreciate the love. Yeah, I, so I, much. I, so yeah, much. Listen, man, I, we just had to get that off. You yeah. know, so it's, it's cool to be humble sometimes, but, but you also, know, when people want to play with your name, you got to you gotta let them know. <laughs> Don't uh, play with our name. So a couple more uh, super chats we got. Uh, Reggie Simmons says, watch tele wrestling this weekend, and I swear I saw Speedball Mike have nothing but fire matches. Shout out to GCW, the collective, for showcasing diversity. Shout out to that. There was a lot of my homies out there representing. Yes. Brent says, lethal turning felt like the birth of a supervillain. Cannot wait to see where this goes. It was goes. so perfect. I don't, that, that low blow was like, that moment was one of the best moments of the whole weekend. That was like so perfect i just can't believe it like the crowd was like oh my god no i can't believe he did this it was just like a great pro wrestling moment uh aaron says love what you guys do always look forward to this podcast do you have any concern with all the AEW guys winning or getting the moment on supercard of honor over yes yeah, i think guys? that's the whole thing we're kind of talking about we don't really know what is ring of honor is going to be we don't know what's moving forward so are were they is it AEW guys going? Is it that? We, no one even knows what I, it is, you know? I think it was a case of just guaranteeing some certainty right now. I right. think it is. Like I said, there is no sign. There's nobody yeah. signed to a Ring of Honor brand right now. Exactly. And so yeah. I think it was like, okay, I at least need these titles where I can guarantee them right, right. now. And like, yeah. I can guarantee them on um, on Gresham. Uh, yep. I can guarantee yeah. it on Mercedes. Wheeler. Yeah, like you can guarantee it on these people. Like right now, you can't guarantee Deanna. Like, because no, Deanna is no. signed to Impact. So, like, she I couldn't get, show up because she had a, a deal, you know? I get yeah. the mindset of, for right now, as far as the belts are concerned, I need these belts where, um, uh, I need these belts where I can guarantee yeah. them. Because right. the last thing I need is somebody putting the belt on somebody and they sign with WWE. Like, you yes. can't have that happening right now. No uh, way. <laughs> so. yeah. And, no, yeah, this felt like, you know, bringing in your own regime. That's what yeah. this felt like. Now, right. if we're still doing this a year from now and you're just putting over your guys, then, 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 we then it's a problem. But for their first show, I got it. 
Like we yeah. noticed that that like all the production, like the cameramen, like all those people were AEW people at the yeah. show. So it's yeah. like you know what I mean. All people we recognize the referees, everything. Yeah. Um, somebody and so the chat was asking where was it fifteen dollars because it's thirty through fight. No, the replay is fifteen. The, yeah, replay uh, was fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, the replay, was like if you yeah. just want to watch it right now, if you didn't order it, uh, but you do want to watch it, it's fifteen right now. Fifteen dollars. Uh, so uh, that's fight. a great deal for a amazing show just yeah. for that fifteen dollars for that tag match honestly it's worth mm-hmm. um shot kid 29 said uh shouts to biff busick unsung star yeah back on the weekend. scene my guys biff busick and tim thatcher back in the game boy they tore it up oh we didn't talk about this uh from the main event oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that suplex. That? yeah that suplex. did bring it up a little yeah no, Bandito that, that is a cool. freak of- fucking nature dude i can't believe anytime he does something i'm like how do you do that you're small but he's not small he's, he's big he's a big guy yeah one of the best parts of the night for sure yeah. and I, I i do think a lot of pressure on was on those guys to deliver yeah. and, and they did deliver after that tag match i'd be like yo why what i can't we were saying like they should have made you put that tag match last but like the payoff to the main event worked out so yeah you wouldn't have been able to have the joe moment um brent says right. oh god is joe gonna kill fuego um if i was yeah. Fuego, i'd be very afraid definitely i'm saying yeah samoa joe is definitely going to murder fuego festival. yeah they're saying in the chat you guys have gone robotic you have um but i think it'll clear up in a sec we've seen yeah, no, definitely. We're we're screwed. Our uh, connection sucks. Ethan boys over here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big one, bro. All right, two hours in. Uh, we gave it to y'all still. Yeah, two more things to talk about real quick. One, Bianca is champ. I thought Bianca and Becky Lynch had won their best match um, together. I thought. That was quite possibly Bianca's best match on the main roster. And on top of that, I thought it felt like a special moment. Um, I thought that the uh, pretty much... Somebody tried to ruin it on the fucking intro saying, what the hell is this? What kind of a call is that? So before before I get into that... Um, that entrance was amazing. The entrance was fire. Um, Bianca's entrance was so good. Um, man, Becky's entrance was big. Becky's good. entrance was dope. I, I felt like this, in a lot of ways, felt like it should have been the main event. Not mm-hmm. just because of the importance of the match, but just because those, those two look like stars coming into this match. Um, they absolutely look like, you know, huge stars. And I love, like, the way that they were presented. Please present more women's wrestlers like this because yes. they're deserving. Um, but, no, um, Grace. You doing this call? What the hell is this for the Black Marching Band? TSU. Um, Hold up, before before you get into I, that, I that, before you get into that, um, do me a favor and just like refresh really quick because I feel like this is going to be a good rant. And so, <laughs> um, if we can refresh the connection, uh, I. I feel like we should, even if you just refresh the window, and we've left it to just me again. Hey, everybody. Um, I guess I'll give a couple of thoughts uh, independently of uh, these two um, in that. Yeah, I did think Becky's entrance. I agree with that. Did feel like a star making entrance. I thought that Bianca's especially was 
so great. And part of what, um, it, so it wasn't just the idea of, uh, of having, of course, the, the band there for her, because that was always going to be a good thing. That was always going to be great. Um, and we had also seen, uh, we'd even seen Cena do that with, um, uh, with having the marching band entrance up, we finally got uh, these two back. I hope uh, connection don't look great. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, the same. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're just gonna have to do our thing. Daddy was not around. Not around. Yeah, we might. I don't know. During the week, do so, I don't know. We're gonna make we're gonna make up for this. I make someone bitch. Yeah, we're gonna make up for this because because we still got two and one to talk about. But you know what? I think hotel Wi Fi is just kind of killing us at this point. Um, We no, but look, that's you marching band killed it, man. And I didn't like that he that great stopped on it. Long story less long. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. All right. So here's the thing: Bianca is the Raw Women's Champion. Um. I've seen two bad takes that are just kind of driving me nuts. The whole like, oh, y'all needed to be patient, long-term storytelling. Y'all could have gotten here without beating her in seconds. That's the thing is. So easily, yeah. That That's the whole point here is I don't care about the long-term storytelling. You don't beat anybody that matters decisively in seconds. Period. There's never going to be a need for that. There's yeah. never... A even if Bianca had lost in maybe a minute, that would have done more wonders. Even if she had kicked out first of the the first um when when Becky hit the uh uh what the hell does she call it now? Her her Uranagi. Um Manhandle Slam. Yeah, the manhandle slam. Even if it had just been if she had kicked out of one would have made all the difference. But you don't beat somebody in seconds like that. That's it. So as far as I'm concerned, this, like, of course, ultimately we've got the payoff. Bianca has another big WrestleMania moment. Uh, but ultimately, I don't tell me that this yeah, erases I don't that because it, it doesn't. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, I did enjoy the tease at the beginning of the match where she went to manhandle slammer and then she kicked out. I mean, and then I love the escape where she, you know, slipped out of it. And then gave her the KOD. I thought that was a great finish. That KOD finish was amazing. Just beautiful yeah. KOD finish. Um, and yeah, uh, Bianca's champ. I thought it was a beautiful moment. I think it should have gone on after the other women's title match because the other women's title. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Um, it, but it should have been a main uh, event. It, should, it was a match it of the night. It, yes, it was the match of the night. I think this was the best match of the night. Um, this is definitely up there with Becky's best matches, and I think it is Bianca's like best match. Uh, Shout out to Bianca did for eating that foot to the face too. Mm-hmm. Careful oh, out there, Becky. Ugly. Yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah. She tried. It looked like she was trying to do a Molly go round, mm. and she just caught. And Becky, just, I mean Becky, Bianca just caught a foot straight to the face. It, mm. looked, it looked like it really hurt. Yeah, that looked painful, uh, and. But either way, it's a great moment. Uh, the only other thing I don't want to hear from people is uh, I, I had mentioned that um, that Cena had also done the marching band entrance. But for anybody who's and I've it seen it, I'm like, up. but yeah, 
Um, but for people who are like, well, you know, this is already done before. She stole it. It's like, no, you are completely missing. It wasn't the coach. She did steal it yeah. from Beyonce. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> that's what I feel like people are missing. Like a big part of, of Bianca's character is based off and inspired by Beyonce. Exactly. So it makes sense for her to do the homecoming joint. Yeah. And like I said, TSU is like a, I mean, it's, they got named after the Drake record. This right. But it, it felt good to see like culture represented here. Um, so I don't agree. John Cena didn't do it because it wasn't the same. It's exactly. not, it's not the same um, idea behind it. Um, but yeah, I thought this was great. And again, like I said, these two look like big stars. Um, you got to give Becky a lot of credit. She was very giving this match, man. I know people were not a fan of her heel turn, but I thought she's done good stuff at the heel recently, um, including that promo on Raw and, you know, last night at Mania. Uh, and I guess the um, the only other thing to talk about out of this number two point um, is, uh, and I know it would be number one, any other year, but so much else has gone down. Um, but look, Stone Cold Steve Austin had a match. Uh, Andy wrestled for like 20 minutes, and it was good. Uh, and I don't think it's anybody, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Like, uh, he got to have one final match with Kevin Owens. Like, I think back in December, people were wondering, you know, why would Kevin Owens resign like this? Oh, it had to be the money. But honestly, if this was even remotely broached as a topic, how do you say no to that? Yo, slide me the contract. Go Stone Cold? Yes, I'm going to sign it. I'm going to, yeah. yeah, you want Stone Cold in the main event of WrestleMania? Say no more. That's it. So, yeah, I'm there. Um, So, yeah, shout out, Stone, uh, shout out to Stone Cold. He had a match. Uh, that Man, was he got to hit. He got to hit Austin with a stunner in Texas. That's yes. big. That's huge. Uh, and the New Day match got cut. Uh, got moved to tonight. Hopefully, they get time then. If that's going to be the case. Better. Come on, man. Treat my guy better. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, and finally, last thing to talk about here was uh the collective because they ran easily their biggest collective weekend ever um and reg you went to as much of it as humanly possible i was living there i lived in i moved say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Uh, yeah, I saw, like I said, three shows a day. Well, uh, two of them were, well, Ring of Honor wasn't part of the collective. So, um, yeah, I went as I, as I always do last couple of years for the culture, covering it for PWI. It's like no surprise. Covering a lot of what I saw this weekend for the magazine um, because these people deserve this shine. I saw a lot of people have one match, one opportunity. They made the most of it. Um, so many promotions, wrestlers, Glory Pro was out there, Unsanctioned Pro, Black Label Pro, GCW, the For the Culture Show, Mission Pro. Like Everyone brought it and they had great matches great angles everybody got some shine um fans loved it the spring break shows were packed to the max like people all we're standing like five six seven rows back of just hordes of fans uh it was a big moment for a lot of people um the moment that i went for didn't happen aj gray loss i don't know why they still have this vote on moxley when he is in AEW. like i don't get it but I also do get it because it's Moxley, but like, yo, give AJ this moment, man. We waited three years for this shit. Um, just a great weekend. I love wrestling, like I said. So seeing, I don't know, 100 matches. I don't know how many matches there were. There's a lot of fucking <laughs> matches. I watched a lot of wrestling this weekend, man. And I saw a lot of good people, had great times. It was phenomenal. Shout out to Tracy, 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 Tracy. That's her name, that's her <laughs> government name. Uh, we spent some time hanging out, watching wrestling. Uh, the Grab City boys were out here like a son of a bitch, and it was a great weekend, man. I can't say anything more about this. I'm just so happy that we all got to experience this together, man. It was awesome. Man, I will say, um, before I get into the highlights for Collective, um, just seeing people from different walks of wrestling know who we are, like from guys like Carmelo Hayes know who we are. And then you get indie guys know who we are. Carmelo Hayes a- being like, oh, hey, Reg, what's going on? I'm like, yo, you're not supposed to remember yo, me I mean, anymore. Man, but he AW guys know. It wasn't like just like a certain crowd. It was like it, just knowing our reach is out there is kind of wild for us, man. It's insane. Um, but no, just, man, so many highlights from this weekend for the collective. I thought uh, uh, Hitmakers versus STP oh, was yeah. incredible. That was one of AJ, the best AJ hey. Francis, like, really principalized, man. Shout out yeah, AJ Frank because, like, good. honestly, um, I had said when uh, Hit Row first got released, I said that, look, Swerve's going to be fine because Swerve has built a reputation among non-WWE fans to where people know who he is, and he is going to get booked everywhere. And I said that the rest of Hit Row doesn't really have that reputation. But I will say this. If AJ Frank, former top dollar, continues doing what he did at For the Culture, he'll build that reputation in no time. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have to give a, another shout out, highlight to uh, my man Leroy and the in the cluster fucking spring break. Get pyro. Leroy's pyro. That was amazing. <laughs> I, I loved it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, another funny thing I didn't mention. I haven't said anything online. Uh, I want to go catch up with a couple of the MLW homies. Shout out to Ken Broadway. Shout out to Myron Reed. But the MLW show and unfortunately control your narrative were legit next door to each other. These shows were happening at the exact same time. And there were so many weird things connected to that control your narrative show. Like, first of all, why are people going to the show? Second of all, the people, why are there black people going to the show? Third of all, what is the show? Why are y'all doing this? No, it was, it was uh, it was awkward. Yeah. 
man, no, so many good moments, man. I, I, so many good moments that for the culture. Yeah. Um, so many good moments at uh, Bangers Only. Oh. Um, just so many good shows to go to and be mm. there live for, man. Uh, man, I, I, I mean, we already put over how much you know we love La Rosa versus uh, Jody. That was a great match. Um, now, Holy Dead versus Lufisto was really good. And I'm mad I wasn't in the front row for that La Rosa entrance. That was phenomenal. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a moment. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is a great weekend all around, hanging out with my guys. Like, man, hopefully we get more moments like this with the three of us. Shout out to with. Andrew Thompson, the unofficial fourth member of Grapsity. Yeah. We spent a lot of time with him yesterday and the day before. It was a phenomenal to catch up with him, too. Yo, yeah, seeing him at Further Culture was great, man. Andrew's the guy, man. I feel like he's one of the best interviewers out there, man. Yeah. And it was just really cool to see him and, you know, see him in person because I've known him for a minute. But, mm-hmm. man, really cool. A lot cool of guys him, we've man. known for a minute. He's, he's and, and, yeah, and to get to see him in person. So, um, yeah. Yeah, shout out, everybody. Uh, and I know this show's gotten really robotic. Uh, so thanks for putting up yes. with the last of this rather than uh, – uh, <laughs> uh so that way we can get back to a normal show um and we can do that coming up here this saturday uh hey less than a week between grab cities love that uh ryan uh i always rep y'all i just wanted to give y'all more money thanks will hashtag thanks red send more money so we can get better wi-fi out here yes (laughs) uh and brent thanks brent no i appreciate it ryan uh, and Brent says, uh, do you think the collective could run shows around something like Double or Nothing? Or is that kind of a yes. draw not there yet? No, they could. They absolutely could. They already um, announced the show. Yeah, GCW's announced. I, I think yeah. just one show, right? Yeah, they'll probably do like, they're not going to do a whole collective, but there'll be like three or four shows you can also go to that are not AEW. Yeah, agreed. Um, nah, I, I think, and, and the three of us will be uh at double or nothing or at least are we set on that i know i will be there i know yeah i think we're all, i think we're all gonna be there yeah. phil's probably yeah. the one only on the fence i think right no i i, I think we're good yeah no we're not there then. we're we're, then, we're trying hey, to make we're here make we'll be at double yeah. or nothing uh we'll be all three all three of us will um uh, my wife's actually going with us to double or nothing as well so um <laughs> these guys in vegas man oh wow wow yeah. wow 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 we yes well I, like our anniversary is may 17th and so we were like, what are we doing for our anniversary? And like, well, Vegas sounds fun. No, So it was basically, like, let's, let's just go. <laughs> I think that's the perfect note to wrap up on. Shout out to everybody who sent us a super chat. Yes, thank you guys. Jeez. Who said hi to us over WrestleMania weekend? I appreciate every single one of you. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I had some great conversations with some great people all weekend long. Um, and I can't wait to see you guys at the next one. This has been a wrap up of Grab City at WrestleMania weekend. I know I'm at home, but literally 24 hours ago, I was not. Um, so I will see yeah, each and every one of you. We were, we were together. Yes, we were together. I just, I, I came home. Um, also shout out TLC. Um, and other than that, folks, it's now time for me to say that that is it for this edition of Grapsity for Righteous Reg for Philip Lindsay. I'm Will Washington. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Peace.
Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.